First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast Time. Bienvenidos, dobre den, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pod of the Everyman, The Two Beers Podcast. Uh, reloaded, uploaded, bing bong, bing bong. It's Jordan and Drew, slinging it on the reel. What's up, everybody? Uh, hey, bud. You, I'm uh. Pumped. I'm pumped. We're recording on a Monday. We got all kinds of hot stuff to talk about. All kinds. Sweet. Did you did you eat the wrong bag of gummy bears before uh, you signed on today, or what's uh, what's happening over there? Uh, I don't know. All of a sudden, I got inspired. Do you ever see hear like that like announcer guy's voice? Feel the power, and just like it's almost like it's like a like a throwback to like Transformers or something. I, I don't know. Sure ish. Yes. Well, guess what? Guess what, everybody? We have a special guest here tonight. He's here to talk about The Last of Us with us and give us some March Madness picks. It's my brother, Tori. Tori, welcome aboard. T-Bone. Glad to be here. I can't look. Uh, can't wait to talk about the apocalypse like there's no tomorrow. Oh. hey see what he. Let's see what he did there. All right, well, without further ado, let's assume positions for the world-famous two-brew salute. And a three. And a two. And a... Beep. Let's get it on. Uh, rockets in flight. Um, I'm gonna lead us off. I'm going with whiskey tonight. Bourbon, actually. Tennessee whiskey. Ooh, a couple small batch bourbons. Actually, whiskey. Well, what you tell me. In Wild God turkey. we must. Y'all have a good night. Uh, <laughs> Wild Turkey 101. Give myself a little two finger pour. What do you uh? What do you got? A book of bad ideas over there? Book of good ideas. Flip the page. We're gonna have to review that one. movie one of these one of these days and just talk God, about so talk, just just talk about why it didn't work. What 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 part didn't work? Yeah, what part didn't work? What I, I feel about? like that was not a a movie that was successful at the box office or like people oh, found to be oh good. like the okay. movie was good well, though. I say but like, I, 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 I'm not no I I love I love the campaign. Okay. I dude I right. I, I think right. it's incredibly right. underrated. Yeah, we, I mean, I was why, gonna, why it wasn't more popular? I was gonna have to sit you down and give you a stern talk. Oh, for sure. No, I just, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe, someone check Rotten Tomatoes. No, I think no, was, no, no, no. I think, was, you're, I think you're right in that respect. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a good movie that, for whatever reason, didn't land critically. And it was, into it was the a Will, Will Ferrell fatigue. I think is all it was. Really? Is that what you think? I, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, what are you drinking, Drew? Uh, Nectar of the Gods. Oh, there you fresh go. Fresh batch. Fresh batch. All out of all out of tw- all out of 2022. Nice. Tori, what do you got? Uh, for Christmas, I got a voodoo mixer. So this is a oh, voodoo. Winona's Big Brown Ale. <laughs> voodoo, I did not think the word you. ale was coming next. What did you say? I did not think the word ale was coming next. Uh, yeah, you know how it goes. Um, all right. Well, no, uh, no, no. Where the store was fresh out of mango, uh, mango wine coolers. I'm saving that for the tourney. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. Um, 
Drew, boxing. Let's, Sir. Let's, let's, we're we're going to go quick on some sports so we can get into some March Madness. Boxing. <laughs> Tim Zhu versus Harrison. Um, Annihilation. Very much so. I... And I mean, natu- naturally, the judges basically had it uh, a one, one one round one round apart before the stoppage, which is just which is crazy insanity. Yeah, I don't. I think we both picked. We both thought Harrison would win. Actually, did we both? I think we both picked Harrison, right? No, I picked Zoo by split decision. Did you? Oh, yeah. I think I picked Harrison. Um, I don't. You I don't did. know what his. I just don't know what his game plan was. It was like he it was to establish the jab, which he right. kind of did, but it didn't. It wasn't effective. Well, establish the jab, but he just did it the entire night off the back foot and get like allowing himself to be trapped on the ropes. And he's the bigger fighter. Yeah. I mean, dude, the, he's the, old. I, he's, oh, he's 32. I mean, it's, it's, he's not oh, really. He, yeah. He's only, I'm pretty sure he's only 32. Oh, dude. I would have guessed like 37. No, I think he's only 30. He just looks like Bernard Hopkins, like super old. I'm pretty sure he's, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, hey, Tori, why don't you box track that while we talk about it? Who's this guy? Tony Harris, Tony Harrison. I got it. I'm our, you, I'm a, I got I got fast fingers. Bro. What's his age? 32. Yeah, he's 30. Yeah, he's not that old. Yeah, he's 32. He's 32. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I I just I, Detroit. Establishing the jab and looking for the you know, looking to land the right hand. Like uh yeah, sure. Uh, you know, definitely thought that was what he was going to do. He's 28. Yeah. Yeah, it just made no sense. I'm like, "Why why are you just, why are you not coming forward at all as the bigger longer fighter? Like why are you just like Constantly on the ropes here, it made no sense. Uh, the other thing I was gonna say was the layoff. I mean, he's just rusty. Yeah, I mean, it was, well, Zeus been off for a year too. He hasn't fought in two. He, he hadn't fought in like 12, 13 months. Really? Yeah, really. That's why. That's why he didn't. That's why he took this fight because he didn't want. He didn't want to basically be out of the ring for two years before fighting Charlo. Wow. Yeah, man. Like the only guys, the, the only guys at one fifty four that have done anything the last like year and a half are Charlo, Castagna, and. Uh, and what do you call it? And um, why am I forgetting the the, the giant's name? Frondora. That's it. Those are the only guys that are, have been like consistently active at that weight class. I feel. And I mean now why, Xander. Why do, I, why do I remember that Gaucho <clears throat> fight? Like it was three years ago, or three months ago. I, I have no idea. No idea. Anyway. But yeah, and I mean, listen. I, I mean, Zoo just you know cut off the ring. Uh, was very methodical, and. Just eventually broke Harrison down, like late in fights, like Harrison. The quadruple usually... uppercuts were fun. Yeah, which was yeah. Um, I thought he caught. He's got a weird. He's got a weird hook that really catches the side of the head. I, I'm I'm surprised he didn't get any warning. I mean, I but I I always misread that. Like what's it? What's a what's a rabbit punch and what's whatever. But um, I he I mean he he hit he he eventually got got to him so 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 much and so clean that basically the blue off his glove. The blue I've never seen this before where the blue off of a guy's glove, the color, was on the other guy's cheek. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it was crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Um perfect stoppage. He was on stanky legs, I'm sure. I didn't it's weird that nobody cared to to argue that this was a good or a bad stoppage. Um But yeah, the guy couldn't even he 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 didn't have his legs on him and Winter got really hurt. I think if Zoo would have been able to con- to continue just to just lay bombs on him. But uh yeah, so good for Zoo. Uh, he'll get he'll get Charlo next. I think we both are in agreement that Charlo is going to eat him alive, right? Yeah, yeah. I just don't think he, I don't think he is broad enough, the way Castagna was, um, to be able to really effectively cut off the ring against Charlo, and I don't think he defensively 
I mean, he was he was really getting touched. I guess that's why the rounds it was close on the cards. Like he was getting touched up with that jab. Like he really didn't show much of a defensive prowess. Now maybe he just didn't respect the power of Harrison at all, and was just like, I'm gonna let him hit me because I'm gonna let him wear himself out, and I'm just gonna break him down. But I mean, if Charlo's landing those shots, he's he's in trouble. So I I would pick Charlo to win by uh, probably like a eighth or ninth round stoppage against Zoo. Agreed. Yeah. So. Um, I think that's really it. I mean, this weekend yeah, we got this upcoming weekend is uh, what Gabe Rosado versus um, Zerdo Ramirez coming yeah, off Zerdo coming Ramirez. off his loss to um, Bivol. Yeah, which I mean should be interesting, but um, not going to be any any kind of uh, like you know earth shattering you know results or shake up the of the division or anything like that. So. Uh, agreed. Um, yeah, I I got nothing. Uh, I mean, I'm obviously I'm a, I like Gabe Rosado. He's a Philly guy, but you know he he just he he's you know who he is. He's ba- he's basically the bigger version of Joe Diaz. People like his style because he's gonna he engages in fights, but I mean he's not beating anybody at this point. Um, yeah, that's it. And the only other, I mean the only other significant news we had the two press conferences uh, for Tank and Ryan last week. Uh, the first one was terrible. Tank was two hours late. Like, it was just like a, it was just, you know, a shaking dick contest, really, to see who could give who the most compliments. It was really weird. And then, uh, I, I guess somebody, I guess the two camps probably told everyone, hey, you probably should maybe spice this up a little bit to, to, you know, the over-under 650,000 pay-per-view buys. Let's, let's get some action. And then the second, pay, the second press conference, they were, uh, they were going at each other, um, pretty good, you know, t- you know. Landed some. I'll call it some soft jabs on each other in the uh, in the face-off. Um, only significant takeaway from that really was that apparently there's a rehydration clause <laughs> for Garcia, so they're they're fighting at a catch weight of 136, and Ryan can't rehydrate more than like seven pounds, maybe 12. No, 12. Oh, I, I thought 12. it was 10. I thought it was 12. I thought it was 12. But uh, either way, um, sure, whatever. I don't really care about that. Uh, yeah, but hey, like I said, good on Ryan. Ryan wanted the fight, was willing to do whatever it took. So, again, good on him. And Tyson Fury just continues to try to duck Alexander Usyk. A lot, lot of fun stuff on social media between Usyk and uh, Fury. Fury. Yeah, like now, Fury, yeah. Fury Fury, Fury says these outlandish things, and Usyk, who just wants, just wants all four belts because he's just a true warrior and a true champion, is just like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. And then Fury just comes out with some new ridiculous thing. It's just like, do you like, yeah, you are, you're scared. I, I think he's scared of him. I'm not going to lie. I think he's a little concerned that Usyk might beat him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like, I, like, I think he, I, it's not that I think he thinks he's going to lose, but I don't think, I don't think he went in there against Wilder with even a little bit of self doubt that he was going to lose any of those three fights. Even, even the first fight where he hadn't fought, he wasn't. I, you know, I do think that the stare down kind of spooked him a little bit, just from the standpoint of like, okay, this guy like really is just crazy. Yeah, like nothing I'm doing, like this guy's not even smiling, and I'm doing all this goofy shit. But again, like I just, I don't, I, I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's ever had like any doubt that okay, I'm I'm gonna beat this guy. I, I think there's a little bit in there with Usyk. I really do. So, um, I just hope he's training. Like if this goes down on the twenty, I hope he's not screwing around and we're not gonna get like another supposed fake COVID case and then the the fight gets delayed and all this shit. Like better be ready because Usyk's in the training every day. 
So uh, I, w- I want this fight to happen. I've, I'm fully I'm, I'm fully team, team Usyk now. It's kind of split to start, but now like this this is first the the shit with AJ was like corny, and now this is even like just this like he just looks like a pussy. I don't know what he. I think he thinks he's coming off like a shot caller and a big dog. He just he just looks like a like a puss. But that's my take. Yeah, um, that's fine. Whatever. Let's uh. Okay. Let's move on. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Come on, ride the train uh, and ride it. Choo choo. Um. Next is what you want to do. Riff on some NBA. I mean, we got a, we got, we got, a, we got our uh, our other NBA expert on the uh, on the pod. I figure we might as well uh, shoot the shit a little bit. Tori, how about how about how about them small guard Knicks, baby? Uh, there are eight teams with forty wins right now, and I did not have the Kings or the Knicks amongst that group. Boop boop. Oh baby, yeah. I love it. Um, but, uh, hey, good for them. Congrats. Yeah, it's, uh, I, feel, I, I, I it's feel I feel I feel to be like watching the Knicks basketball like oh they could probably win this game. I feel like you were actually starting to believe a little bit. And who did they who did they who did they blow the tenth straight oh, loss they, against the Hornets? The Hornets, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's you know they're they had me thinking like maybe they could like you know if they get the right matchup they could win a first round series and then I was like oh, no that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I. I agree. Although I will say, I think they're three and zero against the Celtics this year, which is kind of strange. But hey, aren't they are aren't they all overtime games too? Maybe two, at least two of them are. Yeah. Uh, let me get your t- let me get your thoughts. Are other than the big three in the East? You give Cleveland a legit shot to come out of the East. Uh, legit. No, I I think they have a chance to like if, you know, Celtics have been injury plagued this year. So if somehow they ended up, you know, in like the the three slot and they got against, uh, you know, a banged up like Celtics team or like if, you know, Lord forbid something would happen on the Sixers, like it would take something like that for them to make a finals run. I think I don't I don't think they have quite the star power to get them over the top. Yeah, but they're they're solid at every position. And I was kind of on that before the season. I think now you're seeing it. Although I did have Kevin Love being more of a contributor for them, and I mean, he was before gone. he got hurt. He was, yeah, and then he got hurt, and then he, yeah. and then he's gone. I I agree. I uh, yeah, I I agree. I I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I keep trying to convince myself that maybe maybe it's not just these. Well, and I I'm still I still don't take the Sixers for real. So really, to me, it's just two teams, and really, it's just one's the Bucks. But I know the Cavs. The Cavs seem to be a team that a lot of people want to talk themselves into as being a legit team that can can win the East. Maybe I'm just still just so jaded from Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz. They're they're like you know I'm trying to think of like a good comparison. We're like maybe like the the uh, Memphis the, last the, year. Well, I'm thinking like in the '90s, whenever like the Pacers were around and like mm. they were always good, and they were just like you know, just you know, you could tell that they weren't good enough to like make the push to get them yeah. over the top. They just but they were just good enough to always be there and always be a good tough team. Like that's kind of what Cleveland is. They're like good enough to like they're always going to be tough. You don't know? like they're always going to be tough to play, but they're not good enough to get over the hump to make that deep long run. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Jo, any thoughts on the Cavs? 
since since that's that's the local team you guys get to watch on League Pass. We get to yeah. watch all the time, and it, we enjoy watching them every night. Um, I'm not a believer in Spider, so that's that's, that's all you the got long and short of it. Yeah. Um, you think they could win in spite of him? See what I did Ooh. there? Because <laughs> you know, I, you know what though, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, blown away at the Nets are still ten games over 500 right now. That's an interesting first round matchup. They Cle- didn't completely collapse like I thought they would. It wasn't <sighs> straight down. Yeah, I mean, listen, they got. I mean, obviously, we all know why. Cammy Johnson. I mean, it's, let's 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 really be yeah. honest with each other. And, here. and the second coming of KD is, you know. Playing better than the real KD because he's on the court right now. Yeah, so I that's that's an interesting four five matchup to keep uh to keep our eyes on to see if like wouldn't it be wild if Brooklyn, who's only won one playoff, only, they only won one playoff series in the KD Harden um, Kyrie era, ended up winning the same amount in the first year. <laughs> That'd be right? funny. That would be funny. Yeah, that would be wild. I would um, enjoy it. That's all I got in the East. The West is just all garbage, mainly because none of these, like none of these teams, just are healthy. The like, healthiest one is probably the Kings, right? It's pretty wild, man. Uh, yeah. Well, no, in Denver. Um, how did the Lakers just move up? Did Utah? Lo- oh yeah, Utah lost. I was like, how did the Lakers just move back in the nine when they were at eleven? Just disgusting yeah i mean denver denver and sacramento are fully healthy um i think memphis is completely shot now but i well i thought they were once brandon clark tore his achilles i know jo made the joke yeah he was the missing piece but like he he allows them a lot of flexibility with their with their lineups especially when jack like jaron jackson can't stand i mean he can't stand a foul trouble so like clark is very very useful to them um and I, 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 you know, they already see appear to be broken ever since that Joel and B block and Shannon Sharp. Uh, I, I can't believe yeah. that Steven Adams is that crucial to this team's overall success. But hey, which is, which was kudos, kudos more, for him. Which was all the more atrocious that they willingly did not play him in the playoffs last year after right? using him all season, and then they wonder why they got like yeah, you know unceremoniously dismissed. And it's like this guy has. An actual presence, some rim protection, playoff he, experience, he, playoff experience. He's a viable piece, and he's a cru- apparently a crucial piece for them. And yeah. they just willingly didn't use him, and now they are kind of seeing what, what he brings. Yep. You know, but, yeah. Ag- ag- agreed. Um, but now and then with the Jai Ku, even uh, John might not even play. I, I he, what? definitely that was a a Woj bomb uh, earlier today that he's out indefinitely. He's somewhere in Florida getting some sort of. Uh, Treatment. treatment, yeah, and yeah. and if it if it actually if it comes out that he had that he the gun that he had at the club, if it comes out that that was on a team plane or in the locker, like he's he's he suspended fifty games. Yeah, he's. Uh, so I mean, his they're, season they're, is certainly done, and possibly better next season too. Yeah, so so they're written off. Uh, I I guess do we so uh, is Jo squad gonna are they like gonna go to the Western Conference Finals? The crazy part about them. They have the highest rated offense of all yep. time, which is absurd. It's crazy. Like, it's of crazy. all time? Of all yeah. time. It's crazy. By what measure? By offensive efficiency, I think it is. Just, yeah. Like, it's like a very, pretty relatively normal stat, and they rank higher than anyone ever. That's I, insane. And I think they're... Yes, it is insane. How? 
Exactly. I don't know, but they're and they're We're like eleven. About the Kings, for anybody doesn't know. Yeah, the Kings, and they're like eleven points higher at it this year than any other team. Like there's some, some like their yeah. offense is something crazy right now. Um, they, I mean, they score a ton of points a game. I think they're averaging one twenty or something. Like yeah, an absurd amount of points a game. And De- and De'Aaron Fox, no one's even close to him in in most clutch points scored in the NBA. Yeah. And so, which, but this now brings to me why I don't believe in them and why I think. I don't know who I would pick them to beat in a first round series because is it is it good that they're in so many close games with under five minutes to play because they basically don't play defense and only play offense? Like I feel like that probably doesn't work in a seven game series. At some point, you have to play defense. Period. No matter, no matter where, like if you're going to yeah. advance in the playoffs, you're going to have to play defense at some point. Yeah, and, and like the way that I think it'll it'll shake out for them, like they're either going to play. The Clippers, who I don't think I would pick them to beat in a seven-game series. The Warriors, depending on Wig, it, I, I God only knows if Wiggins is ever coming back. Like who I knows mean, what's going look, on there at this point? <laughs> I, well, that's a that's the, like personal reason. So that that could be like something actually. That's what I'm saying. Like I, 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 I no one and nothing's but, leaked, so I have no yeah. idea what's going on. Um, but I'm not even if he does come back, I'm not worried about the Warriors because they can't win on the road, and S- Sacramento would be the home team. So. I, I, I wouldn't worry about the Warriors. So you would, you, would, you, would, you would pick Sacramento to beat the Warriors? If they played in a playoff series, yeah. Yeah, you'd beat them? Okay. Um, Dallas, yeah. I would probably take them over Dallas. Yeah. They might not even make it. They had a, they had a, they had a, giving you guys the two-minute warning. Whatever. I, I wouldn't pick them to beat the Lakers. I know you probably would, but I think that's hilarious. Um, the Pelicans, I would, because Zion's never playing again. I, I, that's the I, thing is like they're, they're kind of like by default they're better than all these other teams. I guess. Um, I guess last thing since apparently I'm getting a time limit on my podcast, which is hilarious. Um, I'm just, just saying. <laughs> we we agreed. We agreed. We agree. I agreed on nothing. I, I agreed uh, on nothing. All you all we have is the, all we have left is fine. the fastest. Why, all why, we have, why, all would, we, why would we want to get to March Madness? Why would we want to do that? All we uh, I was gonna say. All let's, we have. Let's le- just talk about the NBA and seventeen trades that should happen. Who's gonna be, get paid what in the off season? <laughs> and, um, the funniest part is we're actually talking about. Uh, we're talking about the actual pl- actual, actual like, things who, that who are would, happening. Who would win in yeah, the playoffs? and there's like thirty games left. Like it's gonna change. <laughs> there's in fourteen like, games weeks. left. There's like fourteen <laughs> games left. Last thing. How what is what is your level of concern for the Phoenix Suns right now? Um, I'm at a seven. I'm I'm at like a six. Like it. I mean, so what, what, we're about the same. Yeah, I mean it's like their their three best players you can't count on to be healthy, and then there's Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm. I my panic button is I'm at a seven. If KD's only gonna get like three games before the playoffs. Then I I'm gonna be at like a nine. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Like I said, that's gonna be more of a wait and see. You know, there's pre- predicting the health of any of those guys is is just know, yeah. It's yeah. basically what are we what are we even doing at this point? Um, I think that is that should be about it for now. We're gonna be on, like I said, there's 12 games left, so we'll be doing the whole NBA for real, for real. Here shortly for realsies on the on the realsies. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I guess Other that's. Basketball. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, man. Uh, what? What? Never mind. Just what? I, I, have, I had a feeling there was going to be some one shining moment in there, but what? You really wanted to do the 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 the, you, well, the, the best the best one minute of podcasting before we did March March Madness? I thought that was a fucking joke. Oh, whatever. I just Wait. I just figured we would just save March Madness for like a big. Wait, just go go with it. Go with it. It's your show. Let's let's go. You roll with it. It's your show, man. All right. Well, I'm relying. You guys, I'm relying on you guys because I didn't watch a ton of March Madness this year. <laughs> so you, so you, you're you're tell, you're giving us time limits and you don't even have anything prepared. That's rich. <laughs> this fucking uh, guy. I filled out a bracket. This I mean, guy. I, I I know my number one upset that I like. Oh man, that is rich. That is rich. All right, you um, haven't been prepared for one day on this podcast. All right, I, I'm. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. I'm literally doing my bracket right now, trying to stall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just give a quick quick minute thoughts on this year's college basketball season. T money, T bones. What do I think? Yeah, overall on the season. Uh, a lot of parity. Uh, I think the NIL is affecting uh, yeah. the NCA in ways that uh, teams were not prepared for. A lot of the blue bloods aren't getting just like every number one recruit. People are yeah. going, you know, whatever. Uh, I think you see a lot more parity. Um, these teams, there's no dominant team that's like running the slate really. Um, so it's causing, you know, a lot, a lot more exciting basketball. Except. You, I would say the the standings are exciting more so than the games themselves. I think yep. you are running into a lot of you know twenty point blowouts on a given night. Like once a team gets down, they're like, okay, you know, pack it in, go on to the next night because these guys are playing like forty games nowadays. But yeah, uh, like thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. Um. So yeah, I I think uh, there's a lot of parity. I think you could anyone's ripe for the picking for an upset. Um, so it'll make for an interesting tournament. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. It's just the more I watched, the more it looked like AAU. Um, there, I thought there was uh, some of the more established coaches still had yeah. some good structure to the game. Yeah. There, the, you see, and, you uh, see the, the, the coach. I think this is where coaching is kind of – you starting to stand out a little bit, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I like exactly. It's it's the X's and O's, and and some of these guys who are good recruiters just it's because the they're it's the AAU ball that they promote. Um, but like some some of the teams that like you're used to seeing like Kansas, etc., that were you know are usually good. Um, yeah, just like I guess the older established coaches, you st- you still saw some structure, but like you said, the NIL, the transfer rules. I mean, UNC. So many teams who were ranked to start the year just ended up not being good. UNC, Dayton, um, a couple and, other teams. And another thing is with like uh, the COVID rules and like all these injuries, you start you seeing a lot more. I feel like older guys on these teams. Some, yeah, like, a lot of older guys. veterans, like you know, a lot of twenty four, twenty five year olds playing on these teams. 
Like so, Pitt has Pitt has some twenty three and twenty four year old. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah. They, but they, but to, to me, Pitt is more of like in the AAU bucket than like the like yeah. the well school. But I mean, teams. hey, look, a twenty five year old AAU bucket is you know right up there with eighteen year old talent. You know, with right? Exactly. Yeah. So you have seen some of those teams have a little uh, little success. Yeah. Yeah. So um. It, uh, a lot, a lot of weird stuff this season. I, I thought, um, from like again, like UNC's out of it. Duke was, Duke was mediocre for a large swath of the season, and then they came on here at the end. Um, I don't know, Drew. What do you think? Uh, well, college basketball is dead to me. Um, after North Carolina and Seton Hall missed, uh, missed the tournament. Yeah, but you know who else missed the tournament? Uh, that. I, listen, Rutgers, Rutgers. The best. Well, the best part about Rutgers missing the tournament is how their like fan base was like clowning Seton Hall for the the DePaul meltdown. But they're so stupid they don't re- they didn't realize that that actually hurt their chances to make the tournament. So that's like that's like the best part of all that. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm way more. The fact that UNC was the first ever preseason number one not make the tournament was insane. And when you actually look at it, they were way closer than any actual expert thought, which I don't know why it was surprising is that the committee wouldn't do everything possible to get like the, the, to get them because of their name like in the tournament. Um, yeah, it sucked. A couple, couple other wins that you thought would be big wins, uh, like Ohio State and Michigan ended up not being great wins uh, as the season went on with those teams. And... Yeah, I just continue to pay uh, pay the ultimate price for the Phillies coming in second place. So uh, yeah, it's great, great stuff. Uh, the biggest thing I noticed noticed this year was, and qu- credit our man Al Cooley for saying this: the situational awareness of just everybody in sports, especially what I saw in college basketball, is so bad, like so bad. Like you know, you're up, yeah. you're like you're up four. In a game, you, you don't foul. Don't, you, like you don't foul somebody. If someone if someone's going in for a quick two, like let them get the quick two. You either let them get the quick two or you put them on their ass so they can't get a shot up. You don't like willy nilly like foul a guy and give him a three point play. So you now it, yeah yeah exactly. Nope, Just let him nope go. Points with the clock stop. Uh-huh. Like you know the whole like inbounding the ball against the press and like forcing like it's 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 insane how shucking up shots early in the, in the oh my god yeah it's it, it's so and again it's not just college basketball but man it was very glaring in a lot of games like big games this year just like what are teams and I don't know if that's like is that the coach are the coaches not. Are the coaches I, I not teaching like enough, or like, like at least five times a game? I just yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, oh dude, TV for real. Every time I watch a game. Yeah, I, and it, yeah, it, it's bad, and I'm just like, what? What are we doing? What's happening? Um, like, and then guys like guys fouling when you're in the one on one off of a rebound, or a guy will have a, you know a big player will have three fouls and commit a foul thirty feet from the basket that they don't need to. It's like, do you, you realize how many fouls you have? Yeah, yeah it's bad. That was bad. Uh. And college refs continue to be terrible. So that's my, my take on the season. But um, overall for the tournament, I don't. I really don't think anybody truly got snubbed. I think the teams that were left out didn't do enough. And that's really all you can say about that. I know Rutgers, we, as we joked, was the one team people were 
you know, said they had it great, but they didn't play anybody. Their their non conference was absolute trash. They didn't play anybody. The strength of schedule was like over three hundred, wasn't it? Yeah, like they didn't play. Yeah, their non conference was terrible. Like they didn't play anybody, and they they didn't play anybody, and then they had three three quad three losses or four. I think four quad three losses. So, yeah, like sorry, you're not getting in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to Suck tell you. It, losers. <laughs> yeah, like like Car- Carolina had a a top. I think a top thirty strength of schedule. Didn't have any bad losses and only had, but only had one quad one win, and they didn't get in. So like, why the hell are you getting in, Rutgers? Because you beat Purdue one random day. Get the fuck out of here. You know who they didn't beat one random day. Sure didn't beat Seton Hall. No, at home. Not. At home. Nope. Nope. Is that the way. Th- that go the way you thought it was gonna go. Nope. Uh, all right. So thoughts on the dance. Who's who's the team? Let's do this two ways. Who's the team that you think is going in, uh, playing the best basketball going into the tournament right now? Jordan, do you have any any gauge on this at all since you haven't been watching her? Um, a couple teams. Um, if I could find what the hell I just did with my bracket, we'll pick one because I said one team. Okay. Um, let me get. Uh, I'll just say, how about we say Texas? Good. That's very strong candidate. Um, they they were near the top all year, and they just beat Kansas by twenty in the Big Twelve championship. So, I mean, twenties is that a lot? Is that good? Uh, I mean, it's standard fare these days. <laughs> um. So I'll I'll go with uh I'll go with Texas. Tori. Uh I would have gone Houston until uh Sasser got hurt. Um I think he'll be back and they'll be fine, but I'm gonna say Gonzaga. Gonzaga oh, Gonzaga has played everyone. They don't shy away from anyone in the non conference and I think that's gonna f- fair really well for them they've came on strong late in the season they won their conference tournament i i I like where they're heading okay uh mine's duke uh as painful as that is to say they've won 13 of their last 16 games uh i feel like they have an incredibly long athletic front line that really makes it tough to score against and um, I, I always butcher the the the, the freshman center's name. Filekowski. Filipowski or something? is it Filipowski? Yeah, Filipowski. Like he he's just consistent every game, and the fact that he's just been so consistently good offensively, it's allowed Roach to. I, I felt like at the beginning of the year, he there was more pressure on him to be their primary offensive weapon. I feel like now that he doesn't have to do that. He's becoming even more dangerous for that team. Um, I said the same thing last year. I thought I thought Roach was the X factor for them in, in every every tournament game, um, and, and of course I, until he got played by Caleb Love uh, in the Final Four. Uh, I just I just think they're playing at the right time. I probably have them going way too far in my bracket, but I just I I, I don't know. I think they got. I think they got all their all the right ingredients here uh, for a team that's that's poised uh, to make a deep run. I do like Jo's Texas Texas pick as well. I think, and they. I mean, they just beat Kansas twice in the span of like two weeks, and Kansas may have been the best team in the country all year. 
So, uh, team team that's getting team that's getting way too much hype going into the tournament and is going to be going to going to be a disappointment. I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I'm picking the opposite of you, Tori. I'm picking Gonzaga. I I don't really know what anybody. I, I don't know how people watch the Gonzaga games this year. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think they are going to stand a chance against uh, longer, more athletic, like bigger athletic teams like a Duke or Texas that they play them. I just. I think that they don't have. Uh, the they last... would play Texas in the Final Four and Duke in the finals. Yeah. Well, I'm just giving some examples of like like certain certain lineups. Um, I don't know. I just. I don't like. I feel like they're missing some some more of the athletic like natural scores that they've had the last couple of seasons to compliment um, Timmy, and I just I don't know I'm not I'm not feeling Gonzaga. A lot of people are like, man, this is Gonzaga's year. They're kind of hanging under the radar as a three seed. This I'm like I I don't know. They got a they got a lot of team. They got a lot of good teams in their bracket that they'd have to uh, have to get through here to get to the uh, the championship. So I'm not like Kansas. Right there, Kansas, UConn. UCLA, like even T, like I, I don't even, I don't even think TCU is a great matchup for them in the second round. UConn, I already said UConn. Um, yeah, it's my pick. Jordan. Uh, all right. Well, Drew, I'm actually gonna fade you a little bit. I think Duke. Like, okay. Yeah. They, I, I, they, I hope, I hope you're right. Kudos to you. <laughs> like they, so they've, great. they've, settled, <laughs> I, I think they settled in versus a weaker slate of opponents um and uh, i just i wonder i just wonder Mm. when they play some teams who are hungrier kind of you know first year coach uh, i don't care he was under coach case too oh i agree yeah i agree um you know just a totally different mix like a little bit uncharted waters for them Um, i i also think they got i i think they got put in the toughest region too um, other things, like, I don't know about overhype, but, like, like uh, uh, the same thing coming in every year. What does the Big Ten do? Like, Nothing. I have them almost all losing in the first round because they suck. <laughs> I hate them. They're terrible. Uh, per, they're they're per, completely. Purdue has been up there almost all year. They have just unmatched size. Is is this the year that the Big Ten can, can kind of, like, get back to some of its old old glory and make a final four anybody Bueller say that again you like uh, I didn't even hear I, the team it broke out I, 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 Purdue Purdue I said is this is this the no. year where they can kind of no. like the Big I'm Ten going, can kind of get back to some of its glory bracket, uh, I have exactly zero Big Ten teams in the Elite Eight wow I uh not, I not not believe whether in, whether uh, you believe Purdue. straight Strangely enough, Jo, I actually think last year's Purdue team was more talented, and I still can't believe that with all that size and athleticism, they lost to St. Peter's in the Sweet Sixteen. I, 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 I don't think they're they. they, I, I legit think they could lose to Memphis in the second round. I'm not picking them to do that, but I, I think that's, I, I think that's a legit possibility. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They could lose to anybody because, like. They just they're Purdue and they have that random brain fart game where they just turn everything off. Did they lose like three of five or something in a stretch there? In the I middle of the season? Um let me get it right back. Um what They lost to Rutgers. 
Indiana, yeah, they lost three of four in the middle of the season. Indiana, yeah. then they beat Iowa, Northwestern, and Maryland. They, and then they beat Ohio State and then lost Indiana again. So they lost like four of six at one point. Yeah. So it, it was February. Other than their February swoon, they uh, they only lost one game the whole rest of the year. They beat Marquette by five. They beat West Virginia by 12. They beat Gonzaga by 18. They beat Duke by 19. So, they beat Hofstra by 19. Hofstra is another tournament team. Um, so it's wait, is Florida A and M? No, that's no, that's a no, that's Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Um, so I I'm thinking that they've learned from their mistakes from last year, and I'm I I have them pretty deep, but uh. Uh, da, da, da. yeah. What else? What else? Are your questions, Drew? Where else? Uh, I think that was all I really had. Did, I was gonna about, say. Did I get to say my overrated team? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. I'll, I'll go you, Jordan. I'm fair, oh, uh, <laughs> what a circle jerk! We is that a, is that yeah. just a is that just like a a no, Big Twelve I, I, thing or? No, I just think. Uh, I just look. My thing is the two teams that had like scandals and like, you know distractions that's going to come back in the tournament time and they're going to lose early and i think that's going to work against texas as well as alabama would be the other one obviously interesting yeah i agree about i i don't know why am i i don't i i'm always jaded on alabama in the tournament like just i don't know maybe i need to stop like thinking about like former teams like players aren't even on there uh all right Sleeper, anybody got uh, who their who their sleeper of the tournament is? Uh, how far would they have to go to be considered a sleeper? Great question. Um, I don't know. Sweet six, Sweet Sixteen, make competitive Sweet Sixteen game. Well, since you brought them up, I have Memphis in the Elite Eight. Nice. Okay. Wow. You know who beat Memphis? Seton Hall. These Seton Hall Pirates. I have Memphis losing the first That's round great. of Florida uh, Atlantic. What place are they in? Uh, Seton Hall is in the NIT, my friend. No, that I was just, I, I was, I was just giving Seton Hall a pat on the back. I, I don't disagree with you. I, 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 I really think Memphis could beat Purdue. Totally um, agree. I have Florida Atlanta beating Memphis. Okay. I think Memphis One is of really us will good. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted and someone liked it. Uh, wow, that's a throwback. Um, I. Have Miami in the Elite Eight. Ooh, ooh. I have them and losing in the first a, round just because, of, just just because of Darnell. <laughs> I have them losing in the first round just because of Darnell Brody. And I have VCU beating Kansas. No, I don't. But I do have VCU in the Sweet Sixteen yeah, against I Iona. Yeah. Interesting. I, I have I have Patino beating Connecticut. Ooh. Interesting. You didn't want to take uh, S. St. Mary's and have the Gales versus the Gales. I feel like St. Mary's might lose the VCU. I, I, I kind of thought about that just to have an all Gales matchup in the second <laughs> round. That's great. Um, no, I just I like the way VCU played the 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 twenty minutes that I watched them play this year. I was like, oh, I like them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. So, if I may, let, do I, let's do go. I get do I get to go? Jesus, this guy. For God's sake. This fucking guy. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry that you have these prank. 
You have these pregnant pauses where you just Can you tap keep trying? I was waiting for you to transition it to me and be a professional. Jesus. You just tap your pencil and not say anything, and I'm just like, okay, he's not going to say anything. Uh, this guy. Um, I guess I don't really have a high seed going far. All that to say I don't have a high seed going far. Good Lord. I do have I do like San Diego State and Iowa State. They're five and they're five and a six, though. Uh, I have them both in the Sweet 16. Ooh. I have San Diego State. <laughs> I have San Diego State going to the Final Four. I just think they have they San have, Diego State. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A lot of seniors, a lot of upperclassmen, and in a in a year where I've seen so much so much stupid basketball played late in games, I I kind of like that. Uh, I kind of like that they have a lot of older players. So I guess, but I mean, they're a five seed. I don't know how crazy that is. As a, did you say, a, did, you a say elite, did you say elite eight or final four? I am in the final four. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I got. I, I have Arizona coming out of that bracket. <sighs> I have UVA. I don't like multiple conference, multiple teams uh, from the same conference. When was so. the last time uh, two teams from alert. the same conference played in the final four? It's last year. See, I was waiting for that. It's last year. First time ever. Who? Uh, who? Yeah. Who won that? First time ever. No, no. That was the. Three, oh, that was, it was the first. Out of the four. It was the. Were Big East in like nineteen eighty five. It was. It was the first time ever Carolina played Duke in the Final Four. There you go. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, all right. What's next, Jay? What do you want to do? All right. First, first thing we need to go on record. Kevin Willard in the eight nine line. <laughs> Does he does he beat West Virginia? <laughs> no, I don't, li- I don't. I don't. I don't like that matchup oh, at all. It. I didn't even realize I was him at the eight nine line. I had them winning. <laughs> I mean, that's what he does. He's the he's the he's the eight nine king. He's the eight nine king. His team he 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 picks he picks just the right non conference to get enough wins built up to get that twenty. He's got he's got to do no science. He knows exact exact. Exactly what he needs to do to get his team to get twenty years, and then you're in the tournament. Twenty wins, and then you're in the tournament, and then you're in 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 the conference. He's gonna he has these ridiculous like losses to bad teams and lulls that make his team not be on the you know like four four seven line, and instead you're on the eight eight, eight to twelve line. There he is, Kevin Willard, folks. Pretty much. I um, do not. I, I, I do. I, I do, do not. have them winning one. Uh, do you? I, yeah. I, I have them winning one. I just think that's a tough matchup for them. Yes, it is. You know why? Because it's the eight-nine line. <laughs> it's fair. Um, uh, I don't know if I've got an eight-nine matchup right in like four years. By the way. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I hope, get, I hope yeah, you get another either. one. I hope you get another one. Can you imagine? Imagine if they beat they beat West Virginia. Imagine if he gets to the Sweet Sixteen, beats the number one fucking guy's gonna beat the number one overall overall seed in the thing. You won't bet it. It'll, it'll, if that happens, this, 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 this curse is actually, is actually a real thing. If that's what happens, the, the curse of the curse of the Phillies is definitely becoming a thing. If Kevin Willard in his first year at Maryland, leaving Seton Hall gets to the second weekend and does it by being the number one overall team in the tournament. Yeah. All right. So here's where I wanted to go with this before we talk about our final four. Okay. Conference by conference, where how are we thinking they 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 do? Uh, Let's start with. We already brought it up once. Big Ten, Drew, you you have them barely winning at all. I uh, yeah I, I have no I have no Big Ten teams in my Final Four. I 
don't think I have. Do you have any in the Elite Eight? I do not. Uh, I do not. Am I am I right? No, I do not. Not in the Elite wow. Eight either. Nope. Uh, Tori, Big Ten. How do you have them playing out? I'm trying to see if I have any in my Sweet 16. Hold on. Wow. Uh, no, that's a no. That's a no. Yeah, I don't know if I have any in my Sweet 16. Ugh. I feel like I feel like just based on odds, having 10 teams in, one of them should get to the Sweet 16. So I might have to. I have. Out, <laughs> figure out. Well, you know what? I uh, I have Purdue in the Sweet 16, and that's it. For the Big Ten. That's interesting. We have no faith in the Big Ten. See, I'm glad I asked this. Uh, let's go to the Big East. How do you guys have the Big East? Equally not as good. Um, <laughs> I The only team I have... Oh, no, that's not true. Uh, I have... I have UConn and Marquette in the Sweet 16. And I have them both losing. I have Marquette in the Sweet 16... And I have Xavier in the Sweet 16. And that's it. But I do have Marquette in the Elite Eight. I think their offense is going to show up. Marquette in the finals. Damn. Let's go. Whoa. Well, okay. If, if they okay. Hit, they can hit shots like no one else. And even if a team shows up a good defense, Marquette could just flat out hit shots. But I would they rely on such jump shooting yeah. instead of easy baskets that they can lose to anybody too. Yeah, I don't I don't love their lack of um size. <coughs> yeah. But yeah, I I, I do like the, I do like I struggled with them and Kansas State in the sweet sixteen, but and so, that that's a good that's a that's a good pick. So let's let's swivel to SEC, and I say this because Providence versus Kentucky, I think that's intriguing matchup because Kentucky's no. well. Hear hear me out. Kentucky okay. has been like, any time Kentucky gets like a little bit momentum, they they just have a bullshit game like yeah. all season. Like they just is the ghost of St. Peter's Pass gonna follow them? They have they've had such bullshit like letdowns all year and Providence like Ed Cooley's as good as gone so like I feel like there's one emotional high game where like the team's like F it like we're playing all out I I feel the opposite where when a coach potentially is has one foot out the door I still don't know if I believe this George the, the coach has one foot out the door and then so that I thought about that too yeah so that like it's like that causes not, a disruption yeah yeah kind of like that. yeah kind of like uh Seton Hall versus the uh the TCU frogs last year. Yep. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That's just so weird. I, I thought that was such a bullshit story that he could potentially go to Georgetown. Like why would he, he's the King of Providence. Like he's tur He turned down all that money. Where, where, where did, was it Michigan that wanted him? Who wanted yeah, him? Michigan. Yeah. He turned down all that money. Um, just to go, to, I mean, just to go to another big East school. It's just kind of weird. Uh, so I guess we'll see, but yeah, I, I, well, someone said his daughter goes there and his wife's an administrator there. So I guess he has ties. Cool. Okay. I can't relate to someone that wants to be closer to the wife, so uh Ouch. Alrighty. Uh what else? Uh well SEC. How how what oh, team eh. 
Eh. Eh. Tori? Uh, this one tore me to pieces because I think Alabama talent-wise and coaching is as good as anyone in the nation, but I, I just think I can't I, – I morally can't take them. Yeah, you can't. Morally? Right? They I mean, they're just playing basketball. People. Yeah, but they're just playing basketball. It's not like you're rooting for them. Yeah, but I – I, I, I had I, him in, I do I think, I do think the distraction comes and plays a factor. I don't. I think, I, I think it kind of galvanizes them that, like – us against the world kind of thing. Um. <laughs> I always, I always love that. Did, 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 did what, 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 real quick? What's the, what's the ten second backstory on that? Uh, a what, guy murdered a guy. One, one of the players. So what, what is the us versus the world thing? Like literally, they literally murdered a guy. Like who's? It's, is there some made up story? Well, the th- I guess the thing is, is that he may have been an accomplice, and they don't know. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Provided, but them, so we, like. We, 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 I don't want to get into all the details, but yeah. Yeah, no, I would. Th- I always just laugh with the us versus the world. When it's like, well, when you actually do something, is it really you against the world, or like you the, did something? The answer is the no. World yeah. there, and then you turn them against but, you, and then <laughs> yeah, and that's like that's like when Ja comes back in uh, in two weeks, and it's like, yo, it's it's us versus the world, like the Grizzlies. Like, yeah, it's like, what? everyone loves Lock- you, and then you did the thing, and now they don't. Yeah, exactly. Lo- locker yeah. rooms are weird, though. Like that's just how they work. Like, yeah, it's true. Good point. It's fair like, point, Joe. It, 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 could, it could be a total, like, false sense of us versus the world, but it could still work. Um, I don't think it will. Uh, but as far yeah, as the we'll SEC, find out. Uh, I have Texas A&M making a run. I, I did, and then I deleted it. Um, I had them in the Elite Eight. I had them in the Final Four at one point, and then I backed <sighs> Wow. Wow. Yeah, so I have – I think the only SEC team I have – um, in the Sweet 16 is Alabama. Yeah, they're my only. They're my only Sweet 16 SEC, which that seems wrong, but that's what I'm going with. Drew, uh, I I don't have the SEC doing well at all. Yeah, I have the SEC, and then I I do have um. No, I have I I do not have. Um, I do not have Alabama in the Final Four. I'm in the Elite Eight. Um, all right, Big Twelve. I I do have the Big Twelve. I have one, two. Uh, maybe not. I've got. I've only got. Uh, yeah, no. I've only got two teams in the Sweet Sixteen. Maybe not. I thought I had Iowa Me State too. in there. Yeah, I had. I had Iowa State. Beating Texas. Oh, they're both have, Big Twelve. I, so Can- I have Kansas State and Baylor in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I guess I have three. I guess I have three teams. Three, uh, three teams. Oh wait, and Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I three te- teams. I have in the Texas Sweet in the Final Four. I, nice. I have Kansas. Uh, oh, I do too. In the Elite Eight. That's, that's oh wait a minute. Yeah, me too. So wait, so that is that four? Wait, hold on. Sorry, I, I can't. Know. I can't count. <laughs> Baylor. <laughs> Baylor, uh, Kansas State, two. Uh, Texas, three. And Kansas, four. Four of the Sweet Sixteen. And four. I have Kansas and Texas in the final four. Love it. Love it. Facing each other. Love it. All right. Two more to go. ACC. I only like. I only like Duke. I I do think Miami. 
with the Houston with their I forget their best player's name with hurt his hamstring. There is a path there for them. I just I'm not picking I'm not picking against Darnell Brody, so I have them losing in the first round. I have three in the Sweet Sixteen. Wow. And I have <laughs> Miami in the Elite Eight. Okay. I have Virginia. Fuck Virginia. In the Sweet Sixteen. I have Duke in the Sweet Sixteen. And I have Miami in the Elite Eight. Okay. Tori? Uh, I have Duke in the Sweet 16, and I have UVA in the Final Four. Wow. Wow. The defense. I will say yeah. this, though. I always, like, over, like, scrutinize and rearrange my brackets. I still have some conference finals. I record every f- conference final and watch them every year, and then I look at every team's schedule and all their stats and all this shit. And I re- redo my bracket like 58 times. So this is my cool. fir- this is my first go at my bracket. <laughs> okay. That's Kay. funny. All right. Last one. Pac-12. Tori. Uh. Oh, uh, let's see. I got uh, UCLA in the Sweet 16. Who else is there? Uh, wait, no. Arizona. Wait, Arizona. I got them in the I got them in the Elite Eight. I believe losing to UVA. And I think that I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Is there anyone else? I think yeah. yeah. Just those two, yeah. pretty much. I've got I've got the same two. Yeah, make I've it, got. I've got them both in the Sweet Sixteen, and I have Arizona in the Final Four. Final <laughs> Four. Final. I will say this: fo. You want to talk about us versus the world? No one believes in us. I think UCLA could be a candidate for that. I, they have experience. I almost, they got you know some good guard play. I, I agree. We, uh, oh, good, sorry. They've had some no, injuries, com- so I don't, coming yeah. into the tournament, I was like, I'm taking UCLA to the Final Four, maybe the finals. And then they went up against Kansas, and I was like, Yeah, I like Kansas. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. I'm I'm not as big of a believer in this year's Kansas team. I I mean, I just think they were gonna have an easy path. Not a not get, a not a big dick. Elite. You're not you're, you're not a big dick guy. Uh, I, I think I was the first one commenting about uh, Kansas's dick back in uh, November, but so good. Uh, so many double entendres. That, I have to pull that tweet up somewhere, but uh, <laughs> I, I think everyone's going to be able to handle the dick, and uh, I think Dick's going to get beat. I I agree. All I'm right, get pummeled. Going to get throttled. Final um, four teams. Jo. I got Arizona out of the south, Purdue out of the east, Texas out of the midwest, Kansas out of the west. Kansas over Texas, redeeming their Big 12 championship. I got Purdue over Arizona. The Big 10 finally makes it back. I have Kansas going back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Getting getting, getting that dick, baby. 71-61 over Purdue. Oh, man. Getting that dick and getting the ring. That was their success to back to back. Oh man, T money, T bones. Uh, what do you got? I got UVA, Marquette, Houston, and Gonzaga. And I have UVA, U- Marquette, Houston, Gonzaga. Okay. And then I have Marquette beating UVA, Houston beating Gonzaga. Then I have Houston beating Marquette in the finals. Man, I'd I'd love Houston, Houston to win over it all. Marquette. That would be a fun finals. Houston yeah, over Marquette. I'd love it. What's the? Is, are, 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 that would be. Is this? Is this? Is this? And is, and a and a uh, what's Gonzaga's conference? What the West? The WAC, the but WAC? that's yeah, yeah. That like that would be 
two like mid major West Coast Conference, right? West Coast Conference. Yeah, I don't know. They're the WCC, I believe. But that's the uh, that would be two like mid uh, um, mid majors in the Final Four. That do we uh, like? Do we know what the deal is with this kid's groin from Houston? Like, is this uh, is he not is he gonna be able to play? He said he should. Like, they, I was watching an interview with him today. He said he should be a hundred percent by Thursday. So all right. I figure even if they hold him out Thursday. And if they really wanted to hold him out Saturday. But, uh, I mean, I figure by Saturday he'll definitely be 100%. So. Okay. Uh, I will not be redoing my bracket. <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. Who's your final four? I have San Diego State coming out of the south. Wow. I have the Duke Blue Devils coming Jeez. out of the east. The east. Cinco de Marcho, all the five seats. Woo! I have Texas coming out of the Midwest because I don't believe that. I thought you said that you were picking against them as a team who was hot coming into the bracket. That's I know. I I no. I said I said I can see that. I said I can see that. Both the teams that I have that I think are hot coming in, I actually could see them flailing in early on. But I I'm picking Texas, and I'm picking Texas. I I don't think that kid's groin's gonna hold up. It's hilarious that we're making dick and groin jokes, but that's that's a tough injury. Um, otherwise I would have had Houston uh, in the final four, and coming out of the West, the UCLA Bruins. There it is. National title. National title. Duke Blue Devils. Oh, good Lord. UCLA Bruins. Wow. UCLA restores its glory. Wow. And after being a team that many thought would win the national title the last couple years, I think they finally get it done the year they were under the radar coming into the season. You, wow. you just literally just stole what I said two seconds ago and made it up and made it sound like your own thing. I disagree. I've <laughs> I I thought UCLA was going to make a deep run last year until they got matched up with uh, on North Carolina side of the bracket. So I I've just I don't know why I just really like I, that doofy guard that looks like with the sideshow Bob like haircut. Oh, can't stand that. Yeah, Tiger him. Tiger King. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, the what do you call it? Fake Kylo Ren that Good like Sp- the Spanish dude with the mustache, the big. Um, Johnny Johnny Uzang is he still there? No, he's not. And I'm, I was I was I was about to when 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 Tori was talking about them. I'm still shocked he did not make a bigger. Like, he isn't a useful role player in the NBA right now. I I'm I thought I thought he was so NBA like just his game was very NBA like. Huh. But but yeah, I got I got the Bruins over the Blue Devils. Nice, love wow. it. I'm I'm shocked anybody has Duke going that far. I just I, I figured a lot of people would. You know, everyone likes to slurp. Duke. They yeah, they might this and they might be that just that team that got you know they got like like a Syracuse that got hot at the right time and then they crap out in the first round. Uh, I mean, listen, I just I just like the length of the front line. Like it's hard to score against them, man. Like you like you picking you're picking VA because you like you love Virginia's defense. Like I mean, Duke Duke scored on them at will and sh- completely shut down their like. Offense that's pretty efficient made them look. They made that. They made them look pretty average in the ACC title game. Cool. So, yeah. I listen. I I hope I'm wrong. I fucking hate Duke. <laughs> All right. So well, so you just pick them so that way you could have you know have it both ways. I see. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, I no, just no, had your I get it. Yeah, very convenient. I just like I said. I think they're hot at the right time, and I just just those live lively. Uh, 
Philadelphia and uh, the I forget I always forget the small forward's name. Super athletic kid. Uh, I just um, like it. Yeah. And I'm a big Ro- I'm, I'm a big Roach Roach fan. All right. Let's end it with this. Any 13, 14, 15, or 16 seeds you see winning this year? No. Uh, hold on. Yes. The, uh, the answer is yes. Who, who did I have? I had uh, <coughs> UC Santa Barbara to the Sweet 16. Let's go. Wait, what? Uh, UC Santa Barbara? You, or UC, isn't that UCSB? 14? Yeah. You said 13, 14, 15, or 16, right? Yeah, you you have them in the Sweet 16. You have them winning two games. Yeah. You have them winning, beating Baylor and then who? NC State. Wow. Okay. Um, I have um, Iona as a 14 seed or 13 seed beating Connecticut, and that's it. Oh, nice. I have the highest. I think the highest seed I have winning is Drake as a 12 Drake. seed. Darnell Brody, bump, 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 bump. I have Drake to the Sweet 16. Woo! Let's oh roll, gosh. baby. Your Sweet 16. Rattle off the numbers of your Sweet 16. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, let's go here. Uh, one four fourteen two, eight five eleven two. Uh, where are we at here? One twelve three seven, one twelve three two. Wow. Interesting. Um, all right. Well, do you want to do the same thing, Drew? What rattle? Uh, I don't even. I don't even know if I can tell. This bracket's so confusing. Uh, <laughs> my sweet sixteen: one five, one four, three two, six two, one five, three two, one four, three two. Iowa State, Duke, San Diego State are my yeah. like higher seeds. I gotcha. Eh. Mine is one two three four. Then it is one, two, three, five. Then it is one, two, three, five. And then it is one, two, three, twelve. Took a lot of risk this Chuck! year. <laughs> Took a lot of risk. Okay. All right. I, I, think I like that how concludes. we said like there's no like great teams anyone could win, and you guys have like Chuck. Well, uh, listen, I suck. So like when I start to go like pick, I I. I haven't had a good bracket in at least a decade. Last uh, year, I had my champion go out on the very first day, and the three previous years, I had the champion. Do you have Kentucky? I had Kentucky, yeah. <laughs> Me no, too. <laughs> and then, but the three previous years, I, ha- I was had the champion right. That's nice. pretty good. So. I think I think the wor- I think the worst ever outside of last year was I had Georgetown. And I think Georgetown, Oklahoma State, when Smart was there, and when um, Otto Porter was at Georgetown, I feel like I had them that in the final. I think I had them in the finals. They faced Florida Gulf Coast. That was it. Yeah, they lost in the first round of Florida I, Gulf Coast. I had I had Florida. I was all over Florida Gulf Coast that year. Nice. Look at you. I remember that. Uh, my tip, my typical in the tournament is I have a mediocre to poor first round. I yeah, roar back. Late. I roar back on Saturday, and then I have a mediocre Sunday, and it's like, okay, I need a very specific specific scenario going into the second weekend, and then if I'm lucky, I need a very specific scenario in the final four. 
that's my typical. I don't know who you are, but I have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> yeah. But I'm the past like, like seven to ten years, I've been awful. It's like I, I go into like the uh, Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight with like three Final Four teams alive. Like one of them loses, and then I'm like, all right, if this happens, and then this team makes the run that I had them, I get into the money, and then it's sometimes it happens, and a lot, I a haven't lot sniffed the money in years. Well, three straight years of having the final team correct will, will help me. Yeah, helps you. All right, love it. Um, all right, let's let's do this real quick, um, just to close out beer one. Pit stop. Don't even worry about the countdown or anything. I'm going to make this quick. Okay. Phoenix, Kevin Harvick, we had him. He had a huge lead. He blew it. William Byron wins his second in a row. Starting to piss me off. We go to minus minus five on the year. I didn't even write it down. I was too pissed. No, I'm sorry, minus seven on the year because we went to minus three. and then, So we're minus seven on the year. Back-to-back weeks we should have won. Um, the odds aren't even out yet because we're recording on a Monday. So I'm going to say William Byron, uh, Ross Chastain, um, Kyle Larson, and Brad Keselowski. Those are my four. I don't even know what the odds are yet for, for Atlanta. We're going to Atlanta. Kind of a cookie-cutter stadium. Blah. Okay. And then parlay, we actually hit our from parlay to prayer. We picked one game. Good job, Drew. Uh, we but we took Boston to cover. They did. And what do you want to take this week? Uh, we gonna let me keep rolling. Uh, or you want to run? You want to go? You want to? Or what? What do you think of the <clears throat> NCAA tournament? God, it's we're doing this on a Monday. How wild! Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what's that? The tournament games. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, what am I feeling spicy about? Duke is minus six and a half versus Zoro Roberts. What do you I, think of that? The, oof, not great. <laughs> uh, I like Texas to <laughs> smash Colgate minus 14. Sure. Sure, let's do it. Let's take it. Okay. That's Thursday night at 725. Love it. Let's just do that. We'll, we'll just stick with one. Yeah. Stick with one. Stick with Te- one. Texas to cover on Thursday night. All right. Let's move on to beer number two. Assume positions for the world famous two brew salute. And a three. And a two. And a... Beep. Having some more whiskey. Uh, Drew, what do you have? I'm still on my nugget nectar. Tor? Uh, still working through that voodoo pack, but this time it is a killer pills. Killer pills. Okay. It's a pills. Okay. That's where the pills comes in. Ah, is that what happens? Uh-huh. Um, okay. We're here for The Last of Us. The season finished yesterday, episode 9. Tori played the games. Ooh. We've been texting after every episode. Um, let's just open it up from the... Let, yeah, let's kick it straight to the video gamer. How do you feel about how the first season went? Fan-freaking-tastic. That was 
exactly, not exactly, but just about as close to whatever I have imagined as any video game adaptation had ever come. Uh, you know, when you play through games, you kind of like, you know, envision how it would play out in like real world circumstances, and they pretty much brought that vision to life. Um, just kudos, hats off, standing ovation, applause all around. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Awesome. Um, okay, so, Drew. Sir. Um, what did you... How, how did you feel about, about this? I guess you, you and I didn't <coughs> play the video game. We don't know where it's going. How did you feel about... Well, we also I I this is I don't think I've talked Last of Us. Or wait, did I did I did I talk after you, you guys? Uh, you, you did, yeah. You brought okay, it up. yeah, because that was a- anyway. Go ahead. Not, not a deep dive. Yeah. Um. Finale was very tight. Forty three minutes for a season finale. I dug it. Yeah, I mean, I don't again. I I have no reference to the game, so I from what I understand, it was pretty spot on. Um, I liked it. I liked how. Are we doing spoilers or not? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, spoiler getting into spoilers. This is spoiler this is, alert. I, am, I plan on shoving spoilers down the listeners' throats, so yeah, spoilers. I, I thought I thought it was interesting how you know the the central character is Ellie, and yet um, both Joel and the Firefly person, like they both made her decision about them and not focusing on who like the main character is. So. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's the Firefly lady's name? Marlene. So I just Marlene. So Marlene, who you find out has known Ellie since birth, uh, one of her like lifelong friends is was her mother. Um, basically, was setting her up, basically to to be to be cattle, and uh, you know to base to kill her to try to come up with a cure. And Joel was like she's now you know the whole walk when they, as they were walking to to this um hospital you know he's basically telling ellie you know it wasn't time that healed me it was you and now he's got like this surrogate daughter that's given him a new reason to live and keep going and i to me it's like he doesn't want to give that up so as much as you know he also doesn't want this young girl to die and be murdered you know it's more about him so um and I think I think he confirms that by lying to her at the end, because why not just tell her the truth? Um, because lying to her continues. You know, he also doesn't risk her resenting him and like leaving him. Yeah, because so, because if he if he tells her exactly what happened and why he did it, he knows that she would not forgive him, and their relationship would end, be severed, and that would yes. be the end of it. And so yeah. by lying to her, he's able to keep this person in his life. And fulfill his own wishes. Yes, that is that is correct. Yeah, so I I really liked it. My only Wait, my say, only two. Say that again, Tori. Uh, because he knows that Ellie, you know, she gives her that whole speech where she's like, everything you know, everything yeah, I've do done, this. you know, can't, it, it can't be for can't nothing. Do this halfway. It yeah. can't be for yeah. nothing. Was like the no. Uh, so or in the words of uh, you know, Breaking Bad, no half measures, yeah. Walter. But uh. I mean, her big thing is that it can't be for nothing. Like, it, we have to get, like, an end to this. Like, it needs to end. Yeah. And so whenever it doesn't by Joel's hand, she would be upset with that. And she, because she's pretty much already stated 
that she wants to see this through no right. matter what the yeah. end is. Um, right. Right. So how, how did how did that sit with you guys that uh, that 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 he basically got self selfish and went and murdered everybody? I am going to uh, whatever <laughs> before you start whatever stance you take. I am going to just completely go devil's advocate and tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Can I before? Can I just say my two ridiculous thing? Because one of yeah. them is is that. So um, I think I texted you guys. As, as, so this is the first one I've actually watched live. I've never watched them live before. Huh. Oh, um, I usually DVR them and then watch. Because I, I there hasn't been really much of a spoiler thing on Twitter because this new Twitter sucks anyway. The way they have you can on your own lineup. But um, the birth, uh, the fact that she like gave the most painless painless birth of all time. The baby just popped yeah. out like that during the. Uh, during the, they're not zombies, but during the uh, the fungi, the you know the clicker attack, clicker attack. amazing. I, I'm like, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, I'm like really like, <laughs> I was like this is hilarious. Uh, um, before you go any further, I want to step in. Yeah, God. For a couple of things. Um, at one point in the sh- in 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 the podcast, you guys had mentioned about uh, Anne Wershing, I believe her name was. Oh passing yeah, away. yeah. Uh, she played. She played. Uh, she played Tess in the video game, not the show. Yeah, the, correct. Yeah. Anna Torv is the oh. actress that played uh, uh, Tess in the show. She's still alive. I, I corrected She's, myself last week. Uh, I, I'm, I see. I didn't listen to last week's podcast. So. I, I didn't uh, listen to yeah. him when he said that, so don't worry about it. Yeah. So, uh, and, yeah, Anne Worshing, rest her soul. Great work in this game. But uh, so, but there was a few other cast members that they brought back to from the game that they use in the show. Uh guy who did Tommy's voice in the game was uh, the right-hand man for uh, the lady in Kansas City, the guy with the gray beard who was in all tactical gear. He did Tommy's voice in the show. Uh, James, who was David's right-hand man, was Troy Baker. He did Joel's voice in the uh, in the game. And, uh, and uh, the lady, Ashley Williams, who played Anna, who gave birth to Ellie, she actually did Ellie's voice in the game. Uh, so, oh, wow. so there was, you know, I like that they, you know, kind of brought it back to like their their roots and kind of showed the people who made the game what it was, you know, showed them some love in the in the show. Sorry, but yeah, that's cool. But go on, Drew. Um, yeah, so that was just absolutely uh, hilarious of a uh, of a birth of a birth scene. The total opposite of uh, the Walking Dead, the infamous, uh, you know, Laurie giving birth to to Judith bloodbath that uh, <laughs> that went on. Um, her being immune, the the, umbil- um, the uh, umbilical cord being connected for like three seconds after the bite, that, like that. I, I guess maybe it's maybe you're supposed to think maybe she got bit earlier than that. Maybe I don't know. I thought that was kind of weak sauce on how she became immune, yeah. but okay. Um, and to your point, how did I feel about him just straight up murking everybody? I I didn't have a problem with Joel basically doing that and choosing himself in. It, more so than I think saving Ellie. But he threw um, away be- any hope for her man- for humanity to go back to what it was. Well, I in this and I'll he ask saw, this at saw, the end. With he saw what humanity was, yeah. and he had he had the uh, the the solution right on his doorstep, and he threw it away for personal good. Why do you think that's a good thing? We'll talk about that. Um, but I'm asking. You. I okay. <laughs> well, well, let me just say this. I I thought it was hilarious how. He's been an awful fucking shot. They're all terrible shots throughout the entire first eight episodes. And in this episode, he is Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Terminator just like straight up just 
pinpoint accuracy taking these guys out. I thought well, that was I, I thought hilarious. It was, I thought it was ridiculous that he was basically like, all of a sudden he was like special. Just because he was mad, he was like, oh, that turned me into special ops. Like, yes. I'm like, Agreed. Uh, uh, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Well, yeah, like, he, got, he, he, he was like Woody Harrelson in the zone at the 2-on-2 tournament. But you know, uh, you, you think about back to like uh, Marlene being like, because I know what you guys are capable of. And, you know, Ali being like, what are you capable of? Yeah. And this is yeah. this is what he's capable of. Like, yeah. This is the common yeah. I just thought, I just thought but, it was funny how, again, like, they, they have they have terrible... But, but yeah, you, you, I mean, <laughs> if they would have gave him some kind of, like, military background or, like, yeah. special ops background, well, then I would, it's, it's a little more believable. Little, or even if he would have had good... Even, in yeah. the Kansas City scenes where he, like, kind of takes down, like, three or four people. Yeah, um, but, but that's yeah, not with yeah. like the gun. That's just like him, just you know, with the knife. That's fine, whatever. It, it didn't take. It didn't take away from it. Why do I think it's right? I, to me, it's more of so this girl. This girl is the only known person to be immune, and in the span of like forty-five minutes of running tests on her, we're we're basically just going to now kill her and rip a part of her brain out and just just basically hope to God that that's the way. That the Im- the immunity works in her system, like. So what do you think? Can we give it a positive couple- was of keeping her alive? Well, like, couldn't we? Couldn't we take it a couple of days to maybe like see if maybe it was actually her bloodstream or like something like other yeah, than like, oh something course other like than yeah like this this random this random. Joe knows cordyceps for, it goes into the brain. It's not in the bloodstream. It's in the brain. I I, I don't know. I just that's why they keep I, I'm just like like they are. <laughs> I, I'm just like, oh, so like they they spent a couple hours and that's that's a conclusion they reached without you, you, trying but like. It, but I mean, you think this is the only time like a, a human's brain's been studied? Like you don't think they know like where the infection is and this is this to, is the first. You don't think they know like they haven't studied like dead clickers to like figure out oh there's nothing in their bloodstream that they we could use. I mean, I don't know. They didn't. I mean, if that's the case, they could have explained that a little bit better. Well, the, the dead clickers we're clearly 20, weren't. We're immune. twenty years after. The, the outbreak. You don't think – apparently there's been scientists this whole time. You don't think they tried anything like that before? But nobody's been immune. So, like, how yeah, would they know? Yeah, I would say the, the clickers clearly weren't but, immune. But, I mean, if so, they, I mean, if they know no, see no cordyceps in the blood and they only see it in the brain, then they know that's exactly where they got to operate. But is that what – I don't – I feel like they didn't say – they but, then, I mean, then to me – But that, by Joel saying, well, cordyceps is only in the brain, they're letting you know that this has been studied and is a well-known fact. Why? Because what he just can't know that. Well, why would he be the only one who knows it, and like him and the scientists, and no one else know it? Is that what you're trying to imply? What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Explain, explain what what the cordyceps is then. The cordyceps is a fungus. It grows inside the body, inside the brain. Is what he's telling you is where it grows, and by operating on her brain, that's what's going to kill her, right? So, by him saying that, oh, the cordyceps is only in the brain. The writers are letting you know as the viewer that, hey, this is a random guy who's not a scientist, and even he knows that the cordyceps are only in the brain. So that lets you know that there is a greater understanding throughout society that people understand that the cordyceps attacks the brain. So everyone knows that the brain is going to be what's getting attacked, so they don't really need to run tests on the blood or whatever because apparently that's all been done in the past. And by Joel's dropping that one line, but whose blood? But whose? But whose blood are they looking at? Because no one else has been immune except for her. But people who've been infected. Yeah, but 
they should test some. How do they? So, so but that's what I'm saying. Like, what are, shouldn't shouldn't so they the be? Cordyceps are only in the brain of infected people, and she's immune. The brain is what they're going to look at because that's where the cordyceps are, right? I don't know. I just I just felt like it was like this. Yeah, you only I'm, you I'm only have one per, on you only have one known human being in 20 years that's immune to this, and we're gonna we're gonna kill her within 45 minutes of, of having her with these doctors. By the way, I just I just I'm I'm with I'm with. I'm not saying you're wrong, Tor, because you probably know more than me. Joel's uh, a point. I, like I said, I was going to take devil's advocate, whatever side you took. Yeah, I and I, I don't disagree. I'm just if that that's if that if all such, that was that's why this is such a nuanced discussion. This discussion has been going on literally for ten years, by the way. So and it's not been solved, and that's the whole point of it that it's never going to. Well, get and, he, and so my my and my second part to that was and Jay, give, give your take on it first, because before we because uh, it'll segue to like towards the end of it. But good. Um, I thought, uh, I, I thought it was selfish and ridiculous that he murdered everybody for himself. Um, so you would have let her die? No, uh, maybe, but like to your point. What do you mean? There's no, there's no in between. Yeah, there is. What's the in between? Exactly like you said, like, hey, why don't we run some tests first to see if, like, before we just straight up operate on the brain? Here's a question. How long was Joel knocked out for? I assume five hours. Yeah, a couple know? hours. Exactly. Do we, that's not one thing we know for certain. So, Fair. Was Is that, do, do you out, know I mean, in the game? Because they drugged him for two days and maybe they were ran tests? Why wouldn't you, if, if they were doing that, wouldn't they have just drugged him until, well, that's the other thing. It's like, you know this so, guy. So they let him. They keep him until she, you know, he's able to wake up so they could tell him what the decision they made because they've ran all the tests. Why is that so far for fetched? Well, why wouldn't why wouldn't they have just why wouldn't they have just kept him drugged until they actually had done it? Like why? Because when Marlene go on a killing rampage, I don't know. Marlene clearly does when she makes the statement like what they you know what what you must have gone through to get her here. You know, she's sending him out these two arm. Unless she just like assumes there's no way he can overpower these two arm guards. I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I, that's why I was just like, all right, if you, way, like, why would, why, why, why if you were drugging, if you were. No, that's a good point too, though, because but I'm also saying like if that was the case, like that that's that to me that's a, that's a a short sighted thing by them to not keep him drugged until it was done. Yeah, that was stupid. So so yeah, I, so I just like I yeah. Said, there's you can you can. So much to this argument, which has been said and regurgitated over the years, but yeah, like that's why this this game is like so like grasp people because it, it it's you know there's ask you to make this big moral decision and there is no right answer and you, and there's never a satisfying conclusion. So and, in the game, so hold on. So is is this the end of the game then? This right right whenever. Ellie looks at the camera and she nods and goes, "Okay, roll credits." That's the end of the game. So this season ended. So we're at the end of the game already. This, this is the end of the first game. Yes. They just came out with a second game recently, right? The, the second one came out uh, three years ago in 2020. And and now Joel and Ellie are not in the second though, game, though. right? So so Joel and Ellie are in the second game. Oh, they are. Okay, never mind that. All right, don't spoil anything. Um. They the writers have said that uh, the second game because it was longer is going to be more than one season. Um, 
and Joel and Ellie are in it. And but, but the thing was, whenever the first game ended, there was no talks of a second game. There was no discussion of like where is this gonna go. Like, oh, they're yeah. they're already in discussions of making a new game in this series. So whenever it ended, you in the game at playing the game. That was it. Like you had humanity was yeah. Then I then see. I see. So yeah, I get your point there. Then that was like, oh, there's no like you don't get to see how humanity deals with this. You don't see where everything goes from here. Like this is just a this. Imagine if there was no second season of this game, and you just had to like extrapolate in your mind what happened to humanity and society because of Joel's actions on this day. In my mind, Joel Joel responsibly searches out for another doctor to get a second opinion and run some tests on Ellie's blood before eventually just cutting her brain out. Maybe, or maybe he just <laughs> maybe he just wants to have the life that was stolen from him by this thing. Could be. And wants to go on, on to Tommy's well, the biggest, farm and live there. And I, I got too many random streams of consciousness. Uh I I still think the biggest what if of the show, and I don't know if they ever they probably I'm sure they don't tell you the game, was his daughter infected. Before she got shot, uh, no, no, she was not. Do you she, do they do you know that because of the game? Well, there was never an instance where she was uh, around a infected. In the she game. was in the city. Well, she she was in the city. That, the that was fixed. not in the game. So okay, so, so the, that may games, have been. So to me, that's just a show thing. Yeah, that's just a show thing. See, the whole city thing and all that was to all build up to like get the viewer attached to the daughter. If you listen to the first, whenever I covered the first episode. Like, I think you said you didn't listen to it, but I cover this. So in the game, uh, you you start off controlling the girl. So you're, that gives oh. you, like, the automatic, like, connection with his daughter, all right? Okay. Um, and she's just in the house. She She's never outside of the house. She doesn't interact with neighbors or anything. Gotcha. Um, so, and then from there, you already have the connection to the girl. So in the show, you don't have that immediate connection to her. So you, they have to do things to like build up to make you like attach to this girl, and that's where the whole city thing and like, you know, all the time they spent the thirty minutes or whatever they spent dealing with her, is trying to get the viewer yeah. attached. So you have this connection to the girl that's organically there from controlling her in the game. Gotcha. So, the the her going in the city was not there. Um, in the game, you're just in the. They did. They did. They, the they did a good. They did a good job at the show. Yeah, they did. They did do a good job. They played on the dad's birthday, yeah. fixing his only watch. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the, good. The watch and the birthday thing was in was in this in the game. Um, the part where she says drugs, I sell hardcore drugs. That was directly from the game. Uh, but yeah, th- and then so from there, she's just in the house. They go in the car ride. They get hit, and then and that's when Joel starts carrying her. Not bit, nothing like that. So in the game, it's very clear that she's never bit. In the show where she has to go to the city and you start thinking like all oh, this stuff because she's went to the city, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of where your confusion comes in. But in the game, it's very clear that she was never bit. Okay. Um, so that that's an in, that's interesting that that's the end of the game. That's, that's a whole different twist. Um. So, so Jordan, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. So, assuming because I don't, I, I want to, I want your straight answer. Assuming that you can take from Joel pleading with them not to kill the girl, 
to figure to you know, let's let's take a let's take a pregnant pause here. Assuming that is the case, and there there is no negotiate there. This includes negotiations. Uh, are you are you letting her die, and you're just going going to the highway and going back to see your brother, or are you killing everybody to save her? What are you doing? I I would let him try to save humanity. Okay. But what for? Because you? everyone you've ever loved is torn from you. I don't need love in in the apocalypse. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, All right. What would you do, Drew? Uh, I would probably do what Joel did. Okay. Look, I, I'm going to say this. I mean, what would you do? What would you have done? Uh, Mr. Play both sides. So, it would be very hard to have everyone. Yeah, we know that's why we're asking you. Love you. Rip from you. Go on for 20 years somehow. Finally, find someone you care about again, and have them immediately. We watched rip, it. Immediately That's why we're you, asking. Rip from you again. I'm telling you what. Why I'm saying this would be a difficult thing to let slide. You'd probably. I mean, I think most people would go the Joel route because think about this for Joel. Okay, so here's his scenarios. One, he lets he lets her get operated on. Maybe. Sir, oh Maybe humanity survives. Maybe it doesn't. You'd be a good but, politician. But, but he. I know. I got, no, we no, already. No, we are, we, we just. We just spent fifteen minutes talking about the options. So, so I'm asking so, what so you're gonna do. I'm telling. Let me explain, and I'll and I'll tell you my <laughs> thought process as to why I came to this conclusion. All right. Okay. 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 So let's them operate it on them. Option one: saves humanity. There's no one there for Joe to love. Option two: like, doesn't save uh, humanity. That he ris- he lost the person he loved he, for he's nothing. He's not allowed to make connections with any other humans. It took him twenty years to find one. He's about he's we, about we, to we have just a, established that his brother's back. In he's his about life. to have a niece. Yeah, and that ended shittily. Um, it in the video game it ends shittily. I mean, they, their their situation is more tumultuous than the show lets on, uh, which which is kind of. Which is fine, but like you can love other people. That's like there's yeah, nobody. So well, if it takes you twenty years to find one person that you care about this deeply, like well, Tess, you know, or do we not think that Tess like it, he, he really cared about her in a way, but not like this. Not like this, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I guess Tess pretty much alludes to that as well before she dies. Yeah. So anyway, so your two options are kind of bad if you let her get operated on and die. Or you try and save her. You try and save her. You get killed. She ends up dying. You're both dead, and you don't have to live with to deal with anything of the aftermath. Or you succeed trying to save her, and now you have the person that you care about most in this world, and you get to live a life with them, whatever that life may be. That is why I think most people would choose the Joel route and I probably would end up going that way even though I'm probably not as good of a shot I'd be dead in like three seconds and she would end up dead yeah. as well well we're assuming that you, that you, we're assuming that you inherited his yeah. like Terminator yeah, I, I, mean, I would probably abilities. attempt his, his route yeah it's but, it's, but, that, it's but that's my thought selfish. process is like okay so here's your four options three it's too three selfish especially but and if you actually care about her, why don't you honor her wishes? You're just being too selfish. Well, I, 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 I reject I, your. Uh, I, I reject your. Yeah, but it's her. I, did she? They didn't. They didn't even tell her though. They didn't tell her they were going to yeah, kill yeah, her. Yeah, she was never given so, the like, option to be like, "Hey, 
Yeah. This is what's going to happen to her. That was that was basically her her way of saying, "Don't worry, like she didn't have to she didn't go under knowing she was going to so, die." And, like she just yeah, she's just not going to wake up. And here here's another issue that I had with this episode. Um you're talking about the the shortness of it. Um and the game you don't exactly so you walk through there they don't like hit them with a flashbang and they just you know take them. In the game you go through like so these sewers that come up upon the the hospital, you fight through some infected, and then uh, you fall into like this river, and then there's a moment where Ellie is gets knocked out underwater, and so you pick her up and you take her out onto like the land, and that's when the soldiers come, and Joel's trying to like revive Ellie. She's knocked out, passed out. He's trying to revive Ellie, and that calls back to like the Sarah moment, wherever. His daughter's injured, and then soldiers come up on him. He's trying to save Ellie, and then the soldiers come up on him. So, you when when it comes to that point in the game where Ellie's being operated on, you're under the assumption that she's been knocked out this whole time and has never been woken up. Whereas, in, in the show, with the flashbang, she's still kind of conscious when they grab her, and you're the one that gets knocked out. So you're not sure if she ever got like fully knocked out in this show, whereas in the game it's very blatant that she was knocked out and was probably has been knocked out this whole time. So she didn't get to, so she didn't get to make the decision in the game, whereas in the show it's n- not as blatant that she didn't get to make the decision. Well, they tell you in the show, right? Yeah. Oh, you're saying it's not as blatant in the show. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not blatant in the game. It's not as blatant in the show because in the game she's been knocked out the whole time, whereas in the show they Joel's assumption is that she didn't make it, and Marlene kind of no, just, didn't they? Didn't Mar- Marlene? I thought Marlene is on that, but you know she could be playing Joel. Like, what? I I I feel well if she if she did that was definitely the yeah, wrong, wrong choice. Play. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I thought. I. And I. Again. I have to go back home and watch it. But I thought she specifically like she, made she it sound like. She's like, like yeah. come on. You know this is what Ellie would want. But. Well, no. I thought she basically said we didn't like. Don't worry. Like she's. She, you know. She's. She. She doesn't. She doesn't know. Like you know. Like you should put her under this. Yeah. And she that. did say that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, she did say that. Yeah, so yeah. she like they did. They didn't tell her like that they're gonna kill her. They no, basically they, they, they did not tell her. No. Yeah, she thinks she's going under just to have. Yeah, test bottom, her bottom line is you know Ellie didn't get the right decision. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's even all right. More so uh, so me so me 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 and Tori choose love, and uh, Jo chooses uh, to be alone with the clickers. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, for the sake of humanity, I'm. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah. As soon as as soon as they cut that, they cut that piece of the brain out, and it rots in like ten seconds. They're fucked anyway. Um. And and now and now they have and now they have no one, and they've lost the only person that's ever been immune to it. Um. All right. Well, what I I, I said what I would have done, and you didn't accept that answer. So then I you backed me into into an either or. <laughs> okay. Well, because I don't think I don't think your original answer. I I think that they made it pretty. The fire the fireflies made it pretty clear the fun that there part there's that, no negotiation. Like I said, the fun part is this conversation has been like, you know, two sides just butting heads for a decade now, and it's not going anywhere yeah. neither side's making headway and it's until season well, two. Es- well especially when you don't know like what actually happens after she says okay because for 10 because you know like i i just assumed the second game um 
like they were in it. But then last night, after that was it, the, conclu- the way they concluded it, I was like, oh, maybe maybe they're not in the second game, and like, like she like you, they they really are fucked. <laughs> that that was the scary. I mean, like that yeah. was the thing in 2013 when you finished the game and rolled credits. You're like, what the fuck? They're not making a second game, like. Like they would have said something by now if they started it. Like you, like there's been no rumors of them starting the game. Like this, this is it. Like this, yeah. What happened to society? Like what happened to the human? Like and you just have to use your brain. And yeah, that is kind of to me was the beauty of the first one. All right. Uh, So let's talk about other parts of the season too. So do we do want to go into a deeper dive? Maybe episode by episode. Maybe not episode by episode, but just what was your favorite episode? I mean, episode three stands out. That definitely is a standout episode. Um, What was your favorite episode? I don't even remember. Or maybe not even episode, maybe just adventure. Yeah, describe it because I I don't even remember which episode. Episode three was was with uh, Bill and Frank. That wasn't two? That was three. No. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, what, what was your favorite adventure, Drew? You, uh, you next. You next. Uh, Tori, what was your favorite adventure of the season? Didn't he just say Bill and Bill and Ted? Uh, I, no, I, he was describing what was. So oh, I, oh, I, I will oh. say that that was probably my favorite episode because that that is a significant departure from the game. Um, but it, they did such a great job on that episode. That is one of the best episodes of television I ever saw. Like, yeah, the, I agree with that. That is, like, just... Now, there was a couple people I talked to, and, you know, I, I get this point, like, hey, he's this doomsday prepper, and then some raiders come, and now all of a sudden he's standing out in the middle of the road, like, completely unprotected, just with a rifle? Like, that seems a little odd. But aside from that, if you know, I, I was like, well, you know, it could have been like he thought it was, like, a deer or something, or, like, he was tricked to come out there, you know? Like... Well- there was a bunch of them, and he. I think it, it was the fact that there was a bunch of them, and they and he, he had taken say, out. Yeah, he didn't have. I time. think he took out several of them. I think his traps worked on several of them, but like they just. There was. I think it was just a numbers game. That, like so X amount of them, got past his yeah. traps is what I, how I took it, and then it was like, well, you know, now the now the ninth fallback is me going out there with a. I can't remember if it was an automatic or a semi-automatic, but. You know, just show it out. A lot of a lot of people surviving uh bullet 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 uh, wounds in in this show. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, <laughs> dude, it, so, bullet and stab wounds, not not so, a big not a big deal. So Joel's uh, stab, you know, in uh, when they were at the uh, that was a knife, right? We debated it, this whether it was a knife or a baseball I, I bat. I think it was a shiv, like actually, like it, like an actual shiv. Like, or okay. maybe, I thought it was part of the baseball. Maybe bat. it was like the baseball bat handle, like cut into like a, a point or whatever. Mm. But, uh, yeah, in the show, it's a shiv. In the game, he's getting in a fight with someone on, like, the second story, like, in, in that uh, university. And he falls off, and there's, like, a friggin', like, pole sticking out of the ground. Oh, and he Rick Grimes style. fucking pole, like, through his back, out through the stomach. Rick Grimes. Oh, my God. It is so gruesome. Well, that's probably where they got it from, because I think that's maybe been... <sighs> Slightly before that Rick Grimes fall, but yeah, it, I mean it's 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 just crazy. And then he, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm torn. I'm torn between 
finding Tommy because I, I liked I liked the 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 scene with the old couple in the very beginning. Um, and well, I just can I liked we go to that scene by the way. Now that you brought it up, sure. There is a lot there. You're talking about the old couple, like their next door neighbors. No, no, no. The uh, old couple in the episode where they they finally they get to Tommy's um settlement. Tommy. When they when they they're sitting there and uh, they're you know the the old the old guy walks in and Joel and Ellie are in the house oh, and they okay, you know, yeah, obviously yeah. they were they had questioned his wife and done all this stuff. I just I thought the interplay was pretty hilarious. Yeah, and, like, that was they, pretty well done. But where where are I, we? Point on the map. Did you tell him? Yes. Did you tell him the truth? Yes. I just I just really loved all that. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, that was I like that. That was good. Yeah. But that kind of set up like the other time where he's like, "Hey, point on the map." And, and the first guy and then he's like, "I believe I believe him." That was that yeah. was so good. But uh Well, yeah, I so I was torn between I, I I'm torn between that and I liked how everything worked in that episode and then the ending with the um where they go to the the firefly spot and then he gets stabbed and you know, she's got to figure it out. And then the next episode with with David, I thought that was all pretty. I really, I really enjoyed all that. I thought she was. I thought it was super clever how she used her her bite mark to screw with them, um, just enough to create uh, create the diversion to stab a uh, video game Joel right in the throat. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, uh, it, how I mean, just incredibly sinister that David was going to. Uh, sexually assault her in the middle of this place burning down, which more more more, more likely than not, they would have both died in this inferno. But he yeah. was he was gonna get his uh, pretty wild. Uh, and then Pedro, you know, Pedro Pisco- Joel basically being being all but dead, and then within three minutes, just being able to, you know, he somehow got a secret adrenaline shot we didn't see. Yeah, and, yeah uh, that was absurd. And then went to business, is, is but uh, strong enough to overpower like cap- <laughs> capable hunters. <laughs> I just I like yeah I like the I just, I, that, I really like the survivalistness of so that's not making that word up yeah. but uh, of that episode and man give me give me cannibals all day every day I liked what is um, this venison <laughs> and then you see them then you see them come in with the deer Fe- and I was like feeds that poor oh, are they cannibals feeds that poor little girl her dad <laughs> oh, oh man so good I liked um honestly. The episode where they escape was it Kansas City with Rose as the leader? Yeah, Rose from Two and a Half Men. Um, the giant horde that they awake from underground. Yeah, it was awesome. Was just insane, mm-hmm. and and like the the juggernaut one that ripped the head off of the guy. Yeah, was just insane. Like that was that was. Did uh, it? Episode three like stands out. the The final episode stands out, but all the intermediate. Um, and. All adventures. Pro- I probably choose and, the escape of Kansas City. And here's here's the thing with the with the bloater. Whenever in the game, when like I said, you go in the last episode where I said they went into the tunnels right before you got to the hospital. There's two of those bloaters there, and you have to like kind of fight them off. Bloaters. So like I thought in the ga- I thought in the show, I thought maybe what they were gonna do was like they introduced the fact like oh you step on a vein and like that caused like a horde. And then pretty much never used it again. I thought maybe they were going to use that to, like, you know, in the in the tunnels to call the horde and have the two bloaters and you have to kill them. Or, and then Ellie and Joel would kill them or whatever before moving on to the hospital. And that way you could have got, like, a few extra minutes into, you know, of, you know, filler for, for to get up to, like, 50 or an hour like the rest of the episodes were. 
but uh did it, but did it take did, were you disappointed and i guess we're looking at it from two different perspectives because you played the game we we didn't so we're just seeing the show did it take what did you want more clickers in the show both of you guys can answer um i i kind of liked it without them quite honestly because um i liked how basically like i think i i mean that's how i envision it like 20 30 years in like the human population isn't growing so like as people get killed off and die off or whatever like eventually even like it, this doesn't happen in shows but say like realistically zombies exposed the human body exposed to the elements is just going to break down after like x amount of time so like i kind of liked it like th- i thought it was a good spin and well and and to that point and maybe you could correct me from the game tori like this isn't walking dead where everyone's infected and once you die you turn right negative no uh, you okay. have to be exposed, so it's not you have to be exposed by a bite or by spores in the game uh, right and, so and, like in the it, show there's no such the spores aren't a, an issue so just a bite yeah in so game. in the in, in the walking in the walking dead like you know like people being like pillaged by raiders like they they could all turn yeah by just get, unless they're getting yeah unless yeah. they're getting you know shot in the shot in the head so like but in here like you can't do that. i agree and i was gonna say that the best thing that i liked about the show and jo i think you talked about it I, I did listen to a little bit of your review early i'm gonna go back and listen to that now that the show's over because i didn't know how much you guys talked about their their use of silent transitions yeah. to build tension like that was probably my favorite right. part of this show and it also the fact that there weren't just clickers everywhere i legitimately anytime it was silent i was just waiting for a clicker to come out of nowhere and just bam like yeah. snipe yeah. somebody so I, I i felt like that built not having a ton of um built it up and like yeah, like i again you're like that horde scene the horde scene in episode two when they're looking from the boston library and then in kansas city like that i mean that was awesome like i i mean i i i don't need to see it every because it's not like the whole to me the whole point of the show it's not it's not about the clickers it's about like the, the relationships that you're building with humanity 100%. after all this has already happened 100 percent what the games are about yeah Absolutely. yeah um i will say this uh, I, I I still have not recovered from uh, Sam and Henry dying. That broke <laughs> me. Um, listen, I and Jo can tell you if it's not uh, unless it's dogs dying. Like I don't really give a shit. Like you know when little kids died in The Walking Dead and babies got eaten. Like Jo's like crying. I'm like eh, whatever. Who cares? Like when a dog dies, I'm like I'm pretty distraught. But man, when that when that little kid turned, like when he showed the bite, and like actually turned, I like. Whew, like that was rough. I, I don't know why. I just maybe because he was dead. Maybe they did a great, 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 great job by them choosing because he's not deaf in the game, right, Sam? No, he's not deaf in the game. Yeah, they. Oh, I forget why oh, they wow. they talked about why they made that choice. It was to build more of a connection with him and Henry. Yeah. The fact that Henry was the only one communicating with them. I think that was the only like after the show thing that I watched. Like, that he, broke because me because he was so dependent on Henry and Henry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That broke me, and then I I guess I because I just didn't expect it. Like that Henry shooting himself in the head, I I may have shed some tears after that episode, and I don't cry over anything except for dead dogs. Man, that I, and they're, they're barely in the game. Like they're only in the episode, the one episode. It broke me completely. Fucking broke me. Those two guys. 
Yeah, that that I mean, you know, that's you know, I just played through the the game for the third time. And the thing about the game is like it just it just punches you in the face emotionally like over and over. It just wears on you. It just grinds you down emotionally so much with things like that and just completely does not relent and keeps coming after you and keeps crushing you and crushing you and crushing you and then it's like a moment where like Ellie says a pun or like you know you get up and then you come up and there's the the giraffe and you get to pet the giraffe and then all of a sudden it's like oh here it is this is humanity this is why we keep fighting like this is what why humanity matters and you got to keep fighting and everything it makes everything worth it and but like man things like that just just constantly like crushing your spirit throughout the whole game and that and and the game does a really good job of that and i thought the show did an amazing job of like capturing that same spirit where it's like constantly crushing you crushing you and then uh, you get these brief moments of levity when it's like okay this is why it's all worth it last 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 question for you on my end because then i've i've uh i've covered everything for me um in the game, do you get to make Joel's decision? No. Like, can which, you? Which it, so you, so no. you don't have the. So, so, so it, it's so I'll, it's I'll, yeah. I'll, so there, it's not like you can let just let her die. Here, here, I'll get. I'll recount my first time. Oh. Okay, I bumped something on my screen. Uh, so I'll I'll uh, I'll recount my first time playing the game. So, I get to this part you know i fight through all the bad guys fight through everyone in the hospital shoot everyone blah 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 then i come up on the operating room and i open the door and i freeze and i'm like no i don't want to do this like this is <laughs> no i i want her, i want her to get operated on and you find a cure for humanity and then humanity. And I'm sitting there just like looking at these doctors and they're looking at me like and they're saying, hey, back up, blah, blah, blah. And then someone pulls out a gun. Boom. I'm dead. Reload. Puts me right back in front. I'm like, son of a bitch. I have to. So do once this. you die, so once you die, you just get put right in the same exact spot. Yeah. And then you have to do it. And so, I, you know, at this point, I have like so my whole arsenal of guns. So I pull out the shotgun and I'm like, all right, if I got to do it. I got to do it right. And it's not like, so in the show, he kills one doctor and is like, hey, take care of her. In the game, no. You need to take take out all of them. So you yeah, kill, them all. kill like five well, of these doctors, pick her up, and then in the game, it's not just automatically at the elevator. You're sprinting, holding her, carrying her, and there's other soldiers like trying to track you down and shoot you. While you're trying huh. to run carrying Ellie. And then at this point, you're just, like, worried about keeping her alive. You're like, she doesn't deserve to die because, you know, because of my stupid decision. Like, So, can I, can I back it up a little okay. bit? So, do you not – so there's no decision to make when – I already forgot her name because I can't remember anything more. When Firefly Marlene. Lady tell, – when Marlene tells you what's going to happen. Like there's no there's no like because I haven't played I haven't played yeah, the game yeah, or no. played no, there, there, like is there at that point games, when that happens there's plenty of video games where you do get to make decisions this is not one of them this is like hey okay. you have to do this or else you die and we're just gonna reload you right back here 
and you're going to do this. Gotcha. Okay. And that's why it was such a moral conflict because you're literally being like, no, I fought so hard to get yeah. her here. Like I went. So like, it's not like a choose like your own said, adventure where Joel, yeah, down so much emotionally, and we finally gotcha, get yeah. to the point where I could save everyone, and now I can't because I have to yeah. murder more people that are trying to save humanity, and I have to murder them and take this girl. And so it's just like very conflicting. Yeah. And, and like I said, when when I played the game the first time, I was like. Uh, I don't want to. I want her to just like save humanity and like that'll be her legacy. Blah blah blah. But when you put yourself in Joel's shoes, you're like, yeah, I probably would have done that. What do you What do you think the over under is on how many times we've said humanity in the last hour? I've probably said it twenty five. <laughs> dozen. Every Every time you see, it, I'm just picturing Dale from The Walking Dead in that stupid hat. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, gotcha. that's what it comes down to. I <coughs> literally the whole story. Like, you can either save the one you love or save humanity. Here's your choice. By the way, gotcha. there is no choice. Ha ha. Joke's, joke's on you, pal. Joke's on okay. you. Um, if you want to finish right. the and game, you've got to Now you, now you have it. to lie to the person you supposedly care about, about why you did it. I think, I think you're a, you, you, know, you try to be a hard ass. I think you're a secret romantic in life, Tori. Eh. I got my, I got my moments. <laughs> All right question yeah last last question um the episode in the mall did you guys like that episode i thought it was kind of dumb i didn't mind it as a i thought it, i thought it was the right place for it because of the shit is joel gonna die uh like not just automatically like, no, him. ellie ellie and her her friend. No, no yeah, yeah no i know yeah i like, eh, like I, I didn't, I didn't need it. Uh, I, I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what direction you're going with it, but like I, uh, I, the, the, the transition. Did you like the episode? Yeah, right? it was all right. Like the transition. I like, I, I, I liked, I liked how they did it because you didn't, it didn't resolve whether or not Joel was going to live or die right away. So like that you had to sit with that for like another week. Yeah. Um, you know, so. I'll explain this in video game terms to start, okay? So, you get the game, you play through it, alright? Uh, a lot of games come with downloadable content, DLC, and it's like, adds like a mission or like a little bit after the fact, something, you know, and it's whatever. So, a lot of times, like a game typically, like this game when it first came out cost $60, DLC was like 30 or 40. I'm like, I don't think I get enough from the DLC to pay 30 or 40 dollars for a game I've already beaten. The story's kind of concluded, and this is not going to add enough for me to justify the, the tag. So I never played it until after I watched the episode. Okay. So with that said, I watched the episode. She, you know, takes her through the mall. Here's the wonders. Blah blah blah. I was like, okay, you know, that's kind of makes sense. I went back and played the game, played the DLC, just like yesterday into today. I actually finished it this morning. Uh, I thought the episode was better than the DLC because the DLC is Ellie getting into a lot of like, you know, shootouts with like all these like robbers and stuff, and it makes her into like a killing machine, which. 
then whenever you chop David's face and then you like have this mental breakdown, I'm like, well, you've already murdered 40 people. If this is actually like, <laughs> so like, why is this the point where you have the mental breakdown? So that didn't make sense. Uh, so I, I kind of like the way the episode did it better, where it was like just them and no firefights and just them being like kids enjoying life carefree. Didn't, you know, and then, you know, life comes at them pretty fast. And they're in the situation where they're both bit and Ellie survives, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I like the way the deal, the, the show handled it better than the, uh, the DLC. But, um, I was just like, whatever on the episode. I, I, I thought it was, I thought the episode was good. Um, I thought the DLC was unnecessary, but they were, you know, trying to capitalize monetarily, whatever. Gotcha. Um, Drew, what did you think? You 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 liked it? Yeah, I I mean I yeah, it was fine. I I I I think I think everyone's blatant disregard for like not being quiet <laughs> and drawing attention to clickers is is just silly and baffling yeah. to me. Um, you know, but uh, you know that's what I'm saying. Like I I get I get it. It, it was fine. It was you know, you know it brought it it introduced things it needed to introduce. It was okay. Okay, um, I guess that just brings us to final thoughts. You guys, what, what else you guys have to say? Uh, I really enjoy. I some people thought like some people were like, yeah, yeah, this this has got boring after like six episodes. I I never got bored with it. I don't. Yeah, no way. Like yeah, I just I, I just don't, don't understand. I've never heard that from anyone. I everyone I know has loved it. I I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter like people get getting bored. Ah, oh, didn't only took six episodes to become The Walking Dead. And like like first off, The Walking Dead was fucking great for a long time. Okay, yeah. then it got then it went south. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I. I really dug. I think I talked about this when the one time we did talk about the show, Jo. I really liked the spin on the infected, it being this like evolved fungus that was able to grow in the human body just through like evolution. Um, I thought that was cool because you knew basically kind of what started. Like you know, a lot of the zombie things, you never know what started. All these, you know, all that. And so like you kind of knew how it all happened. And I like I dug that like from an interview in the '60s, like it kind of came, you know, actually ended up coming true. Um, and I liked the, I don't know if they took it from Stranger Things, but I really liked the idea that like the, uh, you know, the fung the fungus outside, if you stepped on it, it could talk to like Clicker. Like I I liked that concept. That they played in. I think you said that's not in the game, Tori. It's not in the game, and I was kind of surprised they didn't use it more once they introduced. Agreed. It, you know? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but I, I, I really, I thought that was like a cool. If they did take that from Stranger Things, from like from you know from Vecna and the Upside Down, then you know kudos to them because I really, I because I just it was just it's another challenge of well shit like it's not just a horde we have to look out for if like if I randomly like step on this uh, on this branch here is uh you know is this bloater gonna come out of nowhere and eat me alive? Yeah. And I don't really have anything. I, yeah, I don't. Maybe like I said, maybe you could have had a few more clickers, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I really didn't have any negative stuff about it. I thought it was good. Cool. Like I said, out, outside of it completely breaking me. Yeah. Uh, huh. Well, that's half the point of the whole show and game <laughs> is like, 
Hey, we're gonna break you, and then we're gonna show you why it matters. Did they did they start filming season or did they commit to season two? Uh, yes, they have committed to season two, and uh, like I said, they talked about the second game being more than one season as far as television goes. Um, but I don't think uh, I don't think they started filming yet. Gotcha. Okay. No, I think <clears throat> from I I don't think HBO greenlit it until after the success of like the first two or three episodes. Which makes sense because you could, if it didn't do well, like you could completely have this as just a one, a one-off standalone thing. Yeah, like that, that was the thing about episode or you know the first game is like it could have completely just ended there, and then you just left to envision whatever happened, and that, and that, and that was the beauty of the game in like what tore people so much about it. But uh, I, I, I look, I, I'm gonna ramble here for a little bit. I love the game. I, I love loved the show i thought it was a fantastic representation of the game and they stuck very closely to the the game story and the spirit was stuck to very very much and and i was completely blown away by how well it was done uh there's so many things i could go on about like how well they intertied things from like the first episode you see like them shoving like bread in their grandma's mouth and Joel being like, I'm on Atkins. And then the second episode, they're like, Hey, it's because things didn't flower. And then you're like, Oh, that's why the grandma turned and oh, Joel's on Atkins. That's why he didn't turn. And like, you just, it's just so well done. I just so much I could ramble on about, but just, I I loved all of it. Um, God, I had something I thought about from the last episode that I wanted to say, but I, it's slipping my mind. Just, but I, I I loved loved it. Awesome, cool. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was it was a good take on the apocalypse. Um, great character building, interesting plot. the The distance that they traveled was was interesting. There was, I mean, to, for them to go all the way across the country was wild. Um, didn't hate it, but it it was just kind of interesting. Um, Drew. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, I guess I guess you would have expected them to run into more raiders, considering the distance they traveled. But uh, yeah, yeah. In, in this show, you kind of do. But hmm. is are there more raiders in the game than the show? You mean in the game, you mean? Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Uh, in in the game, you you hit. Uh, I mean, you hit more raiders, more infected. I mean, <laughs> there's just so much that they have to like cut out. It's just like you know gameplay stuff, where it's like you're fighting raiders, you're fighting. Yeah, because like, like you gotta have some yeah, cool yeah, shit. Like, if it's a, if it's if it's, it's basically not, a game that's already predetermined. Yeah, it's already predetermined what's gonna happen. Yeah, when, yeah. when it's not story related, do you really need to show it? So no, so, yeah, that's fair. You know, you yeah. cut that stuff out. But yeah, in the game, you run into more raiders, more more infected. Like, but that's not gonna be, you know, terrible one way or the other. So they cut it out to make the show better. And, and that was Are there awesome. any sex scenes in the game? N- n- no. I'm going to say no. Gotcha. Could have used one of those in the uh, in the show, but that's about it. Okay, that's interesting. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> um, well, I got nothing else. Um, 
like I, you know, we're we're over two hours here. I think I think we can wrap it up. It was good, good stuff. Yeah. See, that's why I was pushing earlier. We had stuff to get to. Am I wrong? No. Um. I said I could. Th- I I had brought up earlier about my uh, pretty much my five 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 lists. If if we want to blow through those real quick. Quickly, quickly. I can. Uh, pretty much. I just wanted to go through my uh, five best video game anima- or adaptations from video games to uh, cinema. Uh, number five, I got Silent Hill, the uh, the movie. I thought it was really well uh, done. Uh, brought on Mitchell, Sean Bean. I thought it really cap- captured the, uh, the spirit of the game. Uh, four, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, cyberpunk game had uh, Keanu Reeves in it. Got a little fame from that, but uh, the Edge Runners anime on Netflix was really well done. Yeah. Number three, I got Castlevania, another anime. But Castlevania games go back to like nineteen eighty-five, eighty-six, eighty-seven, somewhere in that range. Classic series. The the anime. If you have not watched it, watch it. It's very great. Uh, Second, I got The Witcher. Obviously, books turned to a game, turned to a show. Uh, the Witcher show has was fantastic through two seasons. I'm kind of worried about uh, uh, Henry Cavill leaving, but we'll see where that goes from there. But I got that as my number two. And number one, I got The Last of Us. Fantastic adaptation. Uh, just really, really excited about it. Just Want want to see where the next uh, one or two seasons go? They said it was going to be more than one season, but I'm really really excited to see where it goes. I thought they did a fantastic job adapting it. Um, best adaptate best candidates for upcoming adaptations. I uh, these are games that I've played through. There's a couple that I haven't played through that I think might be good adaptations, but I'm not going to get into those. These are candidates for adaptations. I'm going to maybe just give you a short synopsis of the. Uh, of the plot of these games. <coughs> so, number five, I got Yakuza. It's about uh, a former Yakuza. He went to jail, took the rap for one of his friends. Comes out, uh, tries to get out of, you know, out of the Yakuza scene. Uh, finds himself getting constantly dragged in, particularly through a little girl. You know, we just watched The Last of Us about getting dragged in through a child. This is a similar story, getting dragged into the Yakuza scene. Through a child, there's about like eight games in this series, including spinoffs. Uh, so maybe even closer to ten. But yeah, lot lot of content there that could be a good show. Uh, Four Horizon started with Zero Dawn, uh, about the fall of humanity. Robots take over. Robots turn into dinosaurs practically, and then you have to fight the dinosaur robots. Um, and then you kind of start uncovering how humanity collapsed. Really good two games so far. I thought that could be an interesting show idea. Uh, number three, this is going to be a little bit darker, but Manhunt. Pretty much you're uh, a guy who was kidnapped by some huge rich guy, put into a situation where you have to fight your way out through all these gangs, and you're given some tools to like murder the gang members to fight your way out. And the more brutal the your murders are 
Like, the better he treats you to get you out of this situation, so you're trying to fight your way out and then finally figure out who put you in this messed up situation so you can go after him. There's two games in that series. I think that could be an interesting show. Uh, Two Heavy Rain. Uh, You're a guy who suffered the loss of a child. Your your other child gets uh, kidnapped or kidnapped, and you're trying to figure out who kidnapped him. Meanwhile, there's a series of murders that seemingly are linked to you, so the cops are coming after you while you're trying to investigate your own child's kidnapping. Really good story. Uh, the Origami Killer will live in every gamer's mind. Uh, and then one, my number one game, Eternal Darkness. Uh, the Royvis family has come across this tomb. They apparently live above a more or less a burial ground haunted by some gods. Uh, the you the tomb can account stories from the history of humanity. Um, they're all linked to your family in some way or another, and you have to figure out how these are all linked to go defeat this god. And so those are like five games I think would be really good for adaptations to, to film. Uh, finally, I think this is the funnest one. Absolutely, under no circumstances, adapt these games. For the love of God, please do not. Number five, Attack of the Evil Poop Virtual Reality. My God, please, we do not need that adapted. How's that a game? That is a game. Uh, yeah, fun times, maybe not. I do not want to see a, 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 a show based on that. Number four, Toilet Paper Crisis Simulator 2020. We do not what? need to relive the toilet paper crisis that was 2020. We do not need a show about this. Please, let we're all trying to block it from our mind. For the love of God, please do not make this into a show. Number three. I'm in love with your dead grandmother. Yes, this is a game. I don't know why it's a game. I don't know. It's the object of the I game. I don't know who played this game. I don't know the object of the game. I have not studied anything about this game because <laughs> why? Just why? Just why? Uh, number two, had a full boyfriend. It is a pigeon dating simulator. We do not need a show about this. Why it's a game? We don't need a game about uh, this, but we certainly do not need to adapt this to television or any other cinema. My God, why does it exist? I have questions, but I don't want to ask them. No. And number one, absolutely under no circumstance, adapt this game to television. Shower with your dad simulator 2015. Why does oh. this exist? Why is this a thing? Please do not adapt this to television. What? My God. What? You heard me correctly. Wait. It's a simulator. Shower with your dad simulator 2015. Why does this exist? What? 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 Um. The uh. I, I, I don't know what the premise is. I can't even is. speak. I don't know. I like. I just saw this is one of those things you read the name and just go. What console no. is it on? I think it's on computer, but like, just no. PC game. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need to learn about it. I don't need to read what the synopsis is. Is it like a flight simulator I, with a joystick? Oh, see what you did there. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. So that those are my five lists. I think there's some some good games to be that have some uh, uh vid, some cinema adaption. Uh, the God of War games are apparently already in adaption by uh, Amazon. That's why I left them off the list because they're already being worked on. Uh, a lot of people will probably say Bioshock, but I've that's one series that is very highly highly thought of that I have never actually played. So I I left them off my list because I haven't actually played them. Honorable mention to game I would like to see adapted would be Catherine. But that's another conversation. Okay. Well, that was thrilling. Um, particularly that last five. Riveting. Yeah, the last five is like, I had to get that out there. Like, please do not adapt these. Yikes. Yeah. So, so the video game world is very, very interesting. There's a lot... Like, Literally something for every need, whatever it may be, and a lot of those do not fun, fall under uh, my umbrella. Yikes! Um, all right. Well, on that note, let's let's end this shindig. A lot of fun, guys. Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Never nervous. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out, everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd, get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>